Oh, we're having mic issues. Uh-oh. <laughs> so there's a chance, I'm guessing, that people can only hear me in stream and not uh, bees, in which case, um, hi. Yeah, if you can't hear bees. Okay. So um, as with normal Auracast, um, things are probably going to go back and forth in working and not working. So <laughs> for now, while Beast tries to figure out, uh, figures out what's happening, I'm still going to have you in my ears because of reasons. Um, you're with me. Hi. I can see chat, so I can see what people are saying. Let's see if that's yeah, any if... better. <laughs> can you hear me now? Can we hear him? He no, is here. I exist. Oh. Wait. <laughs> All right. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Anyway. All right. Let me rephrase what I was saying before. So, you know. Hi. Uh. It's but Don't adjust your sets. I'm saying it again because it made no sense the first time, so why not say it again? I'm aware that this is on the internet and not a 1950s little screen old school TV type thing. But anyway, it has been a long, long, long time since long the time. last Auracast. I am one of your co uh, hosts, Dragon... <laughs> Dragon Bees. <laughs> and, and I am the other one, Cindershot. The, the um, other one. And, <laughs> as you can tell, it's going off the flight stop. You know what? It's fine. It's all good. So, yeah, this is episode 11. I had to actually look it up. Danny and I looked it up because I had no idea. I thought it was like 10, but it's 11. So, you know, we're in the double digits. I couldn't remember. But anyway, so, yeah, anyway, we're going to play a little intro. We'll be back in like a second, and then we can just get on to the, the, the disorganization that is the AuraCast. Let's yeah, do right. this. Right. I don't know if there was music with that because it's not playing through my headphones because I haven't actually swapped over uh, the AuraCast from uh, Streamlabs OBS to regular OBS and regular OBS is a little janky sometimes and so nothing's coming through my headset but I hope something's coming through your headsets or speakers. I mean, Otherwise, if it's broken, it's broken. It's like, uh, it was bound to happen. How long has it been since the last one? September. Oh my god. It's felt longer. It has in some ways, but this whole year has been that way, I guess. Yeah, true. Um, hi, we're back. Hi. So, <laughs> I think we need to address the elephant in the room. Where um, the fuck have we been? Exactly. So, here's the thing. Um, okay, th there was music. Oh, that's music to my heart and ears and something else. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, uh, so it's been a rough couple of months for a few people in Aura Guardians. Uh, life has been challenging for many of us. Um, mm -hmm. Between visa battles for me and lockdowns for people in the UK mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, people working in the medical industry. And Shout out to everyone in the medical industry, by the way. So <laughs> it's been rough. So... We took a hiatus. The hiatus went a little bit longer than we initially planned, um, as sometimes these things do. Yes. Uh, but we are back. Um, the plan is that it will be back to being a weekly thing. Uh, you know, there's been a bit going on in the background. Uh, the brand new revamped uh, Auraguardians TV.com website is back up and running. Hell um, yeah. After a with, long time. <laughs> with a lot of amazing brand new professional shiny graphics from the one and only Riley. Um, so it's it looks amazing. It looks more professional than I'll ever be. 
um, <laughs> and you know, it's it's wonderful. So, uh, yeah. So there's that. Um, there's been a few birthdays since the last time we yeah. uh, last time we streamed. Uh, mine, uh, Charming's, I think has been. I th Luke's was yesterday. Uh, two days ago, mine was. Yeah, it's all a blur. Um, <laughs> There's there's been lots of birthdays and things, so you know that's sort of all been happening in our in our Discord and that. So uh, so that's been fun. Uh, we've had we had Horror Week. Oh um, oh wow, it has been ages. Yeah, that's how long it's been since we streamed. We had Horror Week back in October. Um, Horror Week was fun. Silent hates me. Danny hates me. Pedal hates me um, because they all played games that they really <laughs> didn't want to play. Um, <laughs> Let's just say Emily wanted to play and Aliens oh, decided to hug faces. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Oh, man. Um, so there was that. I played uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. That was an experience. You, you did. You played uh, The uh, Joy of Creation. Yes, which is a fan game type thing, but it might as well be a main series game. It's, it was very, very it's well done. a good game. Very like, well really done. well made. And that's the problem. Like, I've said it before to different people, but my thing with horror is I love and hate it for the same reasons. Yeah, exactly. But I'm as the same. a game, it's such a good game. Like, as much as I... Because I've played... Uh, the game I was referring to that Pedal was playing was Alien Isolation, which yeah. I've completed twice. And that game is genuinely horrific, but it's so well made that I enjoy playing it. Um, I have a differing opinion, but hang on. <laughs> oh, really? I, I don't think it's a good game. I really don't. What about it? The pacing is all off, and it's just... It's one of those where once you've been jumped once with the occasional like every now and then or oh, didn't see that coming after a while it's just a bit mundane in my opinion the but... alien is definitely the star of this this stuff with the um the working joes can get a little bit frustrating and mm. irritating um pacing is just such a thing for games for me and if a game is poorly paced in my opinion i just won't enjoy it and alien isolation is like not the worst offender because it is still a good game yeah. just not it, it could have been better in my opinion but it's still it's still for an alien for an alien game and that it's actually i mean graphically speaking it's gorgeous like it oh, looks yeah. it looks amazing for sure um and it does create atmosphere quite well and the voice um, acting's great yeah i mean they got uh, um Sigourney Weaver in to record yeah. new lines as well which was a, a nice little touch but uh yeah so we had horror week uh what else have we done we did cha um... charity month which yes. uh, some some of us were able to raise some money for Extra Life. Um, which congratulations, by the way, to everyone that raised money for that. Like, like it, it's amazing that any money was raised in in general, anyway. So thank yeah. you everyone that's got involved with that because it's money that that charity didn't have before. Yeah, and it it just helps towards everything. So and they're yeah. they're they're an amazing charity. Um, so that was that was good. Um. I'm also trying to think, and if I'm if I'm wrong in saying this, oh well, I'll give them a shout out anyway. Is that uh, we also brought a new team member on? Now I believe that was after the last episode we recorded, and that was when Onyx joined the team. Yes. So I think I'm correct in saying that. That's how much oh, time has elapsed that it's all just a blur at this point. Onyx joined in. I want to say late October. It was before Horror Week, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Onyx joined. That would have been mid-October then. Yeah. Yeah. So, so welcome, Onyx, even though it's been like 
uh, two months. <laughs> On- Onyx is an Australian streamer. Um, uh, he plays. He's gotten right into Pokemon. That's actually partly my fault because he watched me shiny hunt a lot. Um, and he plays Apex and a few games like that. He he's he's an awesome guy. But if you like watching someone rage at those kind of games, he's the person you need to watch. It's hilarious. Mm. He's very. Oh, good, and though. Danny joined as well. Is that so? Is that yeah. is, that was wow? Is that how long it's been? Oh my god! Danny also joined the team. Holy oh, crap! Show in the background was great. All right, so Danny, Danny, my my partner, Danny. Oh, there's no secret to that. Everyone knows that. My partner, Danny, also joined the Aura Guardians. Uh, Danny is a Dutch streamer um, yes. who primarily plays at the moment a lot of Pokemon, a lot of Final Fantasy, some Destiny. He sort of dabbles in a lot of different things, but yeah, mm. at the moment he's been playing a lot of Final Fantasy. So, um, but yeah, so he's 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 nice, friendly. I have to say these things. I live <laughs> with him. Um, you know, so yeah, I can't believe it's been that long that this was prior to Danny even being on the team. Mm-hmm. Wow, we disappoint you all. So, <laughs> um, so I have to eat dinner. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um. <clears throat> Thank God I'm cooking. Um, so, oh, <laughs> um, so yeah. So that's that's all sort of the AG stuff at the moment. We're, 2021. There's a lot. There we, we've got lots of plans in the background. Um, yes. it, we're just getting back in the swing of things now, warming up a bit, and then starting hopefully the new year with a bit more of a bang. It like I, I said, mean, 20... I'll say yes to that. But like I have no idea what's going on in the background. I'm not part of the managerial staff, so I'm just like here <laughs> doing my own thing, like playing Pokemon every now. I've gone back into Animal Crossing. That's Jesus Christ, that's killed my spare time. So, well, that was my... So we've sort of covered the AG stuff. The next, My next thing, I, I have a bit of a structure in my head, which is probably very dangerous, because that's never a case when we do the AuraCast. What's also dangerous is the fact I have not been told this, so if anything well, no. goes <laughs> We'll just push you under the bus. Um, so, well, it's been a while. So, what have you been playing? Oh, de- well, like, I have been... Uh, Dynamax Adventures came out um, since last um, AuraCast. Um, so I'll talk about that briefly. Crown Tundra, absolute five out of five DLC for me for Pokemon Sword. And oh, Shield. absolutely! Like Isle of Armor was a bit of a, it was good, but it was story wise, it's just a bit too. It short. lacked. It yeah. lacked something. But Crown Tundra just added so much and more, and new Pokemon added, which um, for those that are competitively minded, revamped competitive pretty much. Yeah. Um, and the Dynamax Adventures, it's just a new breath of fresh air in Pokemon, which is amazing. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that. I've been joining in with Beezer streams. Before um, you go any further, we're going to talk about Crown Tundra just for a second here. Yes. You have neglected the most, the most, the single most, <laughs> the most important thing about the oh, yeah, entire the DLC. Cares about, yeah. And, 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 you know, you can't just skate over this stuff, Luke. You can't do that Okay, to let me. me say it. I guess Dragonite was added as well. Like... <laughs> I literally squealed when I watched that video on stream. It was the one time I decided, you know what, I'll stream the, the Crown Tundra trailer thing that they put out. And then, like, it was like, oh, it's oh, ah, Dragonite! <laughs> Literally is my reaction. You know, how how can I not react like it? I mean, you were excited. It's a, it's a great thing to see. It's just, you like, know. The, whenever Pokemon, new Pokemon are added, it's a new feeling of... You just know there are so many people out there that have had their favourite Pokemon added. It's yeah. just, like, exciting. Um, my thoughts of a new form of Litwick were broken. Yeah. Um, that was something that you predicted on one of our... <laughs> it looked different in the trailer, okay? That's all I'm saying. 
but it wasn't, which is fine. Um, but yeah, I have other Pokemon things to talk about later. But Crown Tundra was just amazing, amazing it was, DLC. It was, it was very good. Um, it makes it makes the DLC pack worth buying. When, so, and so that, I guess that's one thing you got to look at. When you look at the, the, the season pass that you can purchase with the game, which if you yes. haven't got the game at all, you can now buy as one bulk thing, the main game. And, and physical copy. And it's a physical copy. Um, is that you're getting a lot of content as a whole season pass. Yes, Isle of Armour was lacking, but if you join that and Crown Tundra together, it's actually a very, very good addition to the base game. I mean, Isle of Armour... Um, added what I like to call Darren. Now, for, for those that don't know, um, Darren is a name I've given to a Galarian Slowpoke. Oh. Um, and I will never evolve him. He's become one of my best Pokemon friends in the world. Um, and it was a thing that was added before, but Isle of Armour gave it an evolution into Slowbro. And Crown Tundra gave it an evolution into Slowking. Yeah, Slowbro's um, got a, like clamshell shoulder fist cannon thing <laughs> yeah. and uh the slow king, sl sl well slow king kind of looks like the shoulder bit down too hard and the blood is rushing to its head is what i yeah. it, it's kind of gruesome actually but psychic poison is a very cool typing and i'm interested to see what i can do with it but that slow post specifically never evolving it and um like isle of armor in Crown Tundra, you can have Pokemon following you. Yes. Having a Galarian Slowpoke very slowly trot towards you in its own time is one of the most amazing and adorable things in existence. So I recommend. Oh my god! Actually, have you seen have you seen the animation for Zerud? No. Oh my god! It, Zerud following you is horrific. <laughs> Which form? No, that's Zerud. Zerud has three forms. Does it? Has the dog form ten percent? That's fifty percent. And no, you're thinking. No, you're thinking bloody. Um, it's not Zerud, is it? Yep, Zerud, because um, you said Zerud, and because that's the one that um, one time in one of your streams, you've done Dynamax Adventures, it power constructed. No, that's that's Zygarde. My brain died. Zerud's the monkey that got introduced. The the green... <gasps> Zygarde is the... Oh, my god, well, Luke. <laughs> I've been out of Pokemon for a while. Wow. Um, but yeah, okay. It's that new legendary, that, that monkey, like... I haven't got him yet because a lot of people have managed to get him and I haven't yet. But how? But anyway, walk? he's he's horrific. <laughs> he's like a spider monkey kind of thing. Like, <laughs> it's like if Gavantula ran after you, but was like a monkey. Oh god! It's it's weird. It's so bizarre. But anyway, um, so yeah, Pokemon was a big thing. Um, Animal Crossing's had some pretty expansive stuff. Yeah. Uh, which has been really cool. Uh, just come off of Turkey Day, um, which was interesting. Uh, we're about to go to Present Day. We've got uh, snow coming in the next few days, snow, which is exciting. Uh, well, in this part of the world, we have snow coming. Um, and then another big uh, thing was Beyond Light came to Destiny 2, which was a yes. massive shift for that game. I it's have massive become, expansion, isn't it? It's huge. I've become very back into Destiny 2. Uh, just, a, just, a, just a little dig. I'm still ahead of Pedal and Silent at the moment, so I'm feeling Ooh. really good at the moment. Um <laughs> I'm Just, staying out of that one. I don't know how I'm managing it, but the two Destiny buffs <laughs> on the team, and I'm like, I'm holding on to my lead. I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, but you, you remember, while you're doing this, they have every opportunity to catch up. So. Oh, actually, silent, yes. Pedals at work, so haha. -ha. Uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> no. 
Sorry. Um, and then uh, another game that has come out that I've personally gotten very much involved in and dragged a few people into and play quite regularly now is Phasmophobia. Oh my god. Okay. Shout out to developers of Phasmophobia because Phasmophobia has kind of saved the back end of 2020. Like, Phasmophobia <laughs> has been an experience. It's, again, such a good game. Um, very, very scary at times, but very good game. I'm looking forward to seeing them expand upon this. This game is still in alpha or beta, one of the two. I think it's Haven't alpha. they recently added new maps? Uh, they are adding three new maps. One of them is currently in the oh, it's beta, uh, yeah, in the beta, um, and that's the prison. Um, yes. Uh, but they are also adding a mansion and an apartment building. Oh god, I'm scared to play the prison. Anything prison and horror related? No. Well, the so the thing is like the the asylum, which is the biggest map at the moment. The asylum. Oh, that's is, a fun map. That's horrific. <laughs> I first played it um, in a group with my older brother, and the the first thing I know, I, I wasn't told this beforehand. When we walked in, and you use in-game proximity chat, and it echoes, it's so immersive yeah. and so terrifying. The the thing that makes that game work so well is the inbuilt proximity chat. Yes, it, it makes it more immersive. My um, God, yeah, it has its issues. The game does have its issues. But it's, um, it's also in beta, and they've been addressing yes. those issues as they've been going along, too. They've been really good with that, I have to say. They had a Their lot social of... media team is great. Yeah, and it's it's been fantastic. Um, but we can talk more about that in depth later on, because it will come yeah. up uh, in the in the discussion later. But um, So, there, yeah, there's been some major games, uh, and lots of updates for other games, and, and just, yeah, it's been a lot coming out. The PS5 has launched, which is still having yeah. supply issues. Um, the, the, Xbox... the Ball Cube has launched. Also yeah, I was going to say, the, the, the Xbox is out there doing its thing. Um, so, yeah, there's been a lot going on. Um, so I want to get a PS5 at some point. I want, I want a PS5 too. A, a funny little side story. Danny and I like tried to pre-order a PS5 and we're on like, the waiting list. So we oh, missed yeah. the launch. But then we get a text message saying, we've got a controller here for you. <laughs> What the frick am I meant to do with that? What am I meant to do with that? Am I just going to sit there and look at it and go, hmm, this controller would work great with a PS5? Oh, I almost died. I said to Dan, Danny's like, should we go pick it up? I'm like, what the f- what do I want this for? Yeah, it's going to sit there and tease me that I don't actually have the console. I'll just sit here and pretend I'm playing. I'll watch a, I'll watch a YouTube video of a PS5 game and play with my controller and go, look at me Oh go. my god. That has but, the same uh, energy of giving your younger brother the controller that doesn't work when your mum says play with uh, I was so just like, I found the funny side, but I was also so frustrated by that. I'm like, why would you look at that and look at all of our pre-order everything and go, okay, we can't give you the console or any of the accessories, but we do have a controller. Would you like it? That is amazing. <laughs> I'm not salty at all. Oh, no. <laughs> I was so angry. Like, well, the reason, they, the reason they said that they had issues with a lot of orders was to try and prevent um, against a lot of scalpers being able to sell off PlayStations. Yeah. Um, so I understand. It's just a shame that a lot of innocent people got stuck in that, but it's the best they could have done to prevent people from selling them up like six times the price. <laughs> Mount it on the wall. <laughs> 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 just dream of a better time when i actually have a console to play um oh, rip. <laughs> yeah like it's it's the best sony could have done uh, oh, because there was i don't get why people would do that and then they, they set up bots to buy them and then just yeah. like sell them off for like 1800 each they were doing the same thing with the the 380 graphics cards really yeah 
that you can't get them either because people are buying them and then selling them up big time. I know lots of people who pre-ordered them because all these scalpers got hold of them. And some of them were also just falling off the back of trucks, if you catch my drift, too. There was a whole yeah. thing about that. Yeah, it's like, all right. There a lot of clips going out of different delivery companies where yeah. people like scan them and they just keep them for themselves. Uh, dodgy, dodgy, dodgy stuff. Um, so, yeah. So that's been the last couple of months of gaming. Now, we are coming to the end of the year, which means typically around this time of the year, smooth segue, smooth segue, we have awards ceremony things type things going on, and obviously the one that's most publicised at the moment and the most talked about is the Game Awards. Yes. For those who didn't see Luke's very subtle uh, hint on Twitter. Um... <laughs> well, shout out. <laughs> I did like the answer. Who, yeah, someone, someone, shout out to someone who replied, oh, Game Swears, I'm down. <laughs> game Swears, that's every time I play Crucible in Destiny 2. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Game Awards 2020 is now officially here um, for the for the players, um, the Game's Voice Award or something like that. It's in the second round. But um, for all the other awards, nominations are open. People can vote out of the ones that are nominated. And I think it'll be fun to go through each of the awards say what's nominated and what we think or what we hope will win because i've made my votes well i haven't voted yet i've seen the nominees but i haven't actually officially voted um i have got my scribe in the background recording both yours and my <laughs> guesses um so that next week when we come back because the awards is happening sometime in the next seven days i don't remember yes. the exact date. before the next aura before the next aura cast and we'll see what who was closest um because i think there's going to be some that luke and i probably agree on very much so and there's going to be some that we completely disagree on so yes. um we are going to go through all the categories there are some we'll probably skip over quite a bit because things like esports hosts and stuff like that yeah doesn't really click with we uh, the, the, most of the people in or guardians aren't that much into esports so i don't you know when i I've, still made my vote because i know a few things here in there so but uh, so I'm just starting at the bottom of the list I've got here. So if it's not in the same order that you've got, Luke, well, you'll just have to deal with that. Um... <laughs> cool. I guess you. Okay. One thing I will say before we start: if somehow this shambles of a podcast ends up getting to anyone beside the behind the people that made the Game Awards website, it's so poorly optimized for phones. It is so bad. Yeah, Please it's it's it. not it's not good. It's really not a good voting system on the mobile. It's really hard to function with. It's really hard to read. It's really awkward. Yeah, but I've got it up anyway. So hopefully it's in the same order. If not, I hate you bees. But we'll see. Uh oh, hang on. Let me just fix that. Not that I really want to encourage uh, that person having a sword, but there you go. Oh, um, oh you, you want to give him that power? I'm already regretting it, but that's alright. <laughs> Um, so we will cover esports first because that's actually first on the list. Um, oh, you sad. All right. Uh, yeah, it's just the way it's ended up on this list, you know. So, um, so first thing is the esports teams. Uh, so Dam One Gaming, Dallas Empire, G Two Esports, San Francisco Shock, and Team Secret are the nominees. I don't know. I'm not going to actually vote in any of these because I have no idea. I'm gonna, actually no. I will. I'm going to pick Dallas Empire only because my good friend Reach is voting for them and. Sure, why not? I thought I voted, but apparently not. But I went for G2 because G2 is a team that I've been seeing make so much, so many moves on social media, at least in the last half of 2020. Because they come back out of nowhere after like a hiatus for God knows how long. And they've just kicked ass since coming back. It's so. probably because they've got nothing better to do because everyone's been locked inside. Yes. 
<laughs> there's more people wanting to play now, so it's like, oh, well, there's not a shortage of us now, so we can just do an esports team again. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> 2020 yeah. in a nutshell. Um, so okay. then we've got esports. So these we'll quickly go over because yeah. I don't know enough about it. Luke knows mm-hmm. a little bit, but it's still, you know. So esports host. Uh, so I'm not going to use their full names. I'm just going to use their names that are in yep. the little bracket things. So you've got Golden Boy. You've got Machine. You've got Zjogs. I don't know how to pronounce that. Jogzy or whatever. Uh, Dash and Shiva. Well, I'm going to go Golden Boy because I, I that's the only name I know on that list. Um, same for the same reason. So yeah. Um, esports game. Okay, I can talk about this one a little bit because it's talking about the game, not the people, the games. So the five nominees for esports game is Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, Counter Strike: Global Offensive, Fortnite, League of Legends, and Valorant. Okay. Are you going first or am I? You can. You can go first. So a lot, of, a lot of the nominees here are here for good reason because they're all. As, as regards to esports circle, again, we'll quickly breeze over this because not many people are into it, but purely because of the amount of money the prize pool always has and the reach and the audience it always has for many years and still will, League of Legends. Because it, it's still, to my knowledge, the biggest esports event every time it's on. If I had to go with games that get talked about more often than not and that have had a fairly consistent year uh maybe not this last few months but overall i would probably go with valorant i wouldn't say fortnite fortnite's gone into a weird little yeah i don't know how fortnite is going on an esports level because it's just gone so bizarre in what it's doing a lot of it's charity games now yeah, so I don't think Fortnite... I'm actually... I'll be honest with you. I'm actually kind of surprised to see it on the list this year. I'm not surprised because it's still popular, but, like, esports-wise, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From an esports yeah, perspective, true, yeah. I'm surprised it's on the list. If you'd said, yeah. like, multiplayer or battle royale game, yeah, of course, Fortnite's going to be on the list. But yeah. it's it, it just surprises me it's on the list. So, yeah, no, mine, mine would be Valorant out of all of those. I can understand your thought process with league of legends though i do get why that would be why you would sort of go down that path but i don't know i just got this feeling maybe valorant might just ed- edge ahead with it a little bit mm. um so esports events uh so there's the blast premiere swing swing spring 2020 european finals call of duty league of Cha- league championship uh i am uh league of legends world championship overwatch league grand finals I'm surprised Overwatch wasn't on the other list, but anyway. Same. Um, while I can understand if people voted for Overwatch Grand Finals, because that always gets a lot of viewership, for the same reason I said before, I'll just quickly breeze over it, World Championship League, League of Legends, I reckon, I, because I, of the audience size. I will side with you on that one. Out of the audience size, yeah, I'll side with you on that one. I actually think that would probably be the... Um, out of all of those, it will be that or Overwatch. It's just such a well-documented, like, publicised event, plus you have, like... The because it's a very heavy like um, Asian advertised market as well yeah. because there are a lot of popular Asian players. Um, you get like K-pop bands performing on stage um, and like all sorts of um, shows before the actual match themselves, and it's just so fascinating to watch every year. Ah, <laughs> uh, what do we got here? Okay, esports coaches, Zonic, Crust, Crusty, Crusty. <laughs> Unfortunate um, name. Grabs, 
uh, Zifa and Rambo. I'm going to go with Rambo just because, uh, you know, if that was Sylvester Stallone, you'd all be stuffed. I mean, can't break that logic. Um, I went for Rambo because um, just a card coach. He's the only real one I've oh, heard okay. of. Oh, well, there you go. Um, esports athletes, you got Crim6, Showmaker, Canyon, Shotzi, and Zaiwu. Zaiwu? That was probably racist, but go on. Well, no, it wasn't. No, it's like Zygarde, <laughs> Zaiwu. Okay, fair enough. So, again, Call of Duty, uh, Shotzi for me, because, again, popularity. That's uh, that's all I'm basing it on. I don't really know much of... I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Zaiwu, because I like the name. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, esports is something we're just going to skim over because we don't really... Yeah. So, all right. Now we're getting into stuff that we can talk about. Uh, content creator of the year. Oh, God. Okay. We were going from the bottom of the list for me, and now I've got to find this one again. Yeah. Never had to find it, found it. So, content creator of the year. Oh, there are so many good ones here. Alana Pierce, J.N. Lopez, Nick Merckx, Tim the Tatman, and Valkyrie. So many good... I'm going to let you go first. Okay. If there's anyone who deserves... There's two people here who deserve it in my eyes, but there's one person I would vote over the other. The two people, I think, is either Tim the Tatman or Alana Pierce. Yes. I want Alana Pierce to take her. Alana Pierce has had to endure a ridiculous amount of crap this year. Yeah. Um, on a serious level. And she has been such a, a just... A stalwart of the gaming scene that it would be nice to see her get her recognition and give some of these twats who have been uh, bullying her and disrespecting her get their comeuppance. Yeah. Um, so, like, if Alana Pierce did get it, I'd be very happy because of those reasons. I think that she's put up with a lot. Um, that is not the person I went for, though. Oh, yes. Um, but my two were also the same as yours, but I went for Tim because... Everyone knows him. Everyone knows, like, he's just a very entertaining person to watch. Um, he's gotten involved with so many events. Um, he's been the face of many events, like advertising mm. as well. Um, and he's, he's, he's a well-known name. Yeah. If you go to 90% people on Twitch and ask if they know him, chances are they're going to answer yes. Oh, of course. Um, and he's put his foot in the door of many different um, aspects of content creation. Absolutely. Whether that be streaming, videos, uh, behind the scenes, um, event management, like everything. Yeah. So yeah. I'd be very happy for Lana got it. Um, but the person I voted for personally was Tim. But either one, I'm very happy with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Tim's had a, a huge impact this year as well. Yes. Um, he's done a lot. He's been everywhere. Um so either or of those would be fine with me. That would be, you know, perfectly fine. Um, now we're moving on to yes. the actual stuff I want to talk about because it's gaming stuff. So we're um, starting... Heads up. This is probably where a lot more conversation is going to happen. So if you want to get involved in this conversation in chat, please do. Oh, absolutely. I do want to see people's opinions. But yeah, this is where a lot more discussion is going to happen. Right. Uh, apologies if it runs over. We're starting with multiplayer games. Yes. I have a few issues with a couple of things on this list. Oh, snap, all right. But I'll get to that in a minute. Drama. So, firstly, here are the nominees. So, we have Animal Crossing New Horizons, Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant. 
before anything said, let me just say that all five games on this nominated um, category uh, deserve to be here for one reason or another. Correct. I agree with you there. Um, I'm going to let you go first, actually. I know you went first before, but I'm going to let you go first. Now, my opinion is that games that are getting nominations, especially in these kind of categories, should be games that were released in the year that they were in there. So why is Among Us on this list? I can see that. Um, it was released in 2017 or 2018? 2018 it was released. 2018, yeah. Um, fairly still a recent game, but like I understand. I think it's in this list because it's had a surge of popularity this year. But I mean, but it's like, it it but it's like if you watch the Oscars and a movie from three years ago got an Oscar this year, everyone would be up in arms. Oh, is I, that the I, is that the same concept that they're going for with the game awards basically because they they've got another category where it's like best ongoing game. Okay, if Among Us was in that, cool. I understand. If that. Among Us was in that, they'd lose. Like well, yeah, there's so many others that should get that, but you know, so <laughs> that's my only gripe with it. Yes, it's had an, a, a big impact this year. Um every game on that list has had yeah. an impact. Um I have played 3 out of the 5 games there. I have played you probably um, played four? Four of them, yes. I'm assuming you haven't played COD. I haven't played Fall Guys. You haven't played Fall Guys? No, I've never played Fall Guys at this wow. point. Um, I never got it. Warzone, I tried. As a game, I can't deal with it. I don't like it. I don't like how it played. It's, just, it's not a bad game. It's a great game. But it's not for me. How do you, how have you not played Beans Jumping Around on an Obstacle Course? Come on. For the same reason that I won't play it now. And this is probably going to annoy a lot of people, especially people in comments on YouTube. Um, I think, um, okay, again, the social media team behind the game, amazing. Whoever runs it, they need a raise times three. Um, and the developer behind the team have made a great game. I don't see it living long into 2021. No, but, but I must say, I also think the same thing about Among Us. I beg to differ. Among Us was released in 2018. Any game can be found. I don't think Fall Guys can get a resurgence in popularity like Among Us did. I guess and it also of... depends on if there's a resurgence of people. See, Among Us came back because a few big streamers got onto it and started streaming yes. it, and then it trickled down from there. But it's still getting popularity. Yes, it's not as many players now, but it's still popular. And I didn't get into Among Us as much as most people have. I have my gripes with it. It's not a great game to stream unless you have a good way of doing it. Um, mm. And you have to be the kind of person who can maintain a level of entertainment when you're not talking to each other about what's happening in the game, if that yeah. makes sense. It's a it's a tricky one to stream. Um, it's I love streaming it, though. It's, it's great. A, so I'm the opposite. I, I hate streaming really? it. Really? Yep. Wow. I stopped. I streamed it a couple of times. And I, our group of friends was very much the same. It's like, no, we can't. It's just not... It's not an enjoyable game for us to stream. Um, I understand completely that people lose um, interest in it. Um, it's definitely not a game I could stream purely. Like, there are some people that stream it nonstop, make videos nonstop on yeah. the game. And I couldn't do that. But I don't think it's a game that's ever going to come to a point where I don't like it. It's just going to be a game I play less. Um, and I will say, I'll just say it now, because of those reasons, for best multiplayer, my vote does go to Among Us. Now... That might surprise, considering a lot of games on here are deserving of the award. But as a multiplayer game, it's so... Like, the energy that goes into it when people play it in a group. 
Um, and it's so, there's no game on this list, even though there's some that are very close. Um, Animal Crossing, for example, is great in terms of what you're playing. But my issue with Animal Crossing being on this list, is, as much as it's fun to visit each other's islands and that, it's limited in what you can do on a multiplayer level. Yeah, it's not because... a multiplayer-focused game like Among Us no. or Warzone is. Um, and I wouldn't be sad if Warzone got this award, but as it, it's a multiplayer-centric game, and uh, as functionality of a multiplayer game goes, Among Us has it now done perfectly, in my opinion, because it's all based on if people are playing. That's all it comes down to. And the interaction is there. It's so fun, because everything you do results on communicating with other people. Yeah. And whereas, like, in Warzone, you could have a squad mate, for example. You could go off on your own. You could still succeed. Very rarely, but you can. Four guys, everyone's in it for themselves, pretty much. Valorant, Valorant is probably the closest to win, in my opinion, it, it, behind Fall Guys, because it has that team aspect, and it's just purely that. Animal Crossing, amazing game, but not as multiplayer. It, it won't win multiplayer. No. If, if it does, it's not because it's a good multiplayer. It's because of the popularity behind it. Yes, and we'll get to Animal Crossing later on. But multiplayer, my vote goes to Among Us for that reason. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna go down the path of the, and and from what I have experienced in playability and multiplayer and enjoyability in that, um, I I'm probably gonna go Fall Guys just because I have I did I, the few times I've, I'm I'm terrible at it. I'll admit that, but um, I think I think it's still got. I think it's going to be like a few other games where a new season comes up and people will play it for a good couple of weeks and then it will lull and then another season will come up and they'll play it for a few weeks and it will lull. I think that's what people are clamoring for with these kind of games is when a new season yeah. comes out and new cosmetics and new you know, levels and obstacles and everything else. It does have a resurgence. Um, my concern is with Among Us is that you can only do it. They've either got to start coming up with more mini games in it or they have to come up with some really interesting maps to really improve upon it. I know they're on the verge of releasing more maps which will be good yes. but it's it's very limited from that perspective so if they can expand upon that which i think is what they're going to do because they stopped development on a sequel because of the one uh, the original suddenly going haha i'm here so yeah. my vote will go to um fall guys uh but yeah it's a, it's an interesting category because a few of the games are just i just I'm a little. I'm being nitpicky, you know. If this was any other award show that, or, or any other awards thing, it'd be for this year. But I also understand the concept of okay, you know, uh, Among Us has suddenly had a resurgence, or it's a, well, not a resurgence, it's appeared. Um, yes. So yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Um, I ju I just think just just quickly end off on it. I think Fall Guys is very meme centric on its content and its advertising, and the issue with that is memes have a very short life cycle. Um, for 99% of the time. If they're going to keep focusing on that, which they're on their right to because it's how they get the game out, it's hilarious. If they focus too much on that, which I feel like they've gone past that point, once the meme of, oh my God, Fall Guys, haha, dies off, so will the game. I think the fact that Among Us has had a resurgence after being released, the fact it's still getting content because of its popularity and it's going to get a sequel and it's got a dedicated team behind it, I think Among Us, even though it's been out for much longer, has a longer life than Four Guys does. But we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting, you know, um, development. Yeah. And I guess it also comes down to a lot of these things uh, have come out at a time when people have the ability to play them and, and yes. have spare time. So 
when it goes back to eventually being some sort of level of normality, how are these games going to survive when you need the people to do it? It's going to be an interesting one, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Next up is sports and racing games. Bit, bit out of my category, I must say. Um, but let's go into it. So we have Dirt 5, uh, F1 two, uh, 2020, FIFA 21, NBA 2K21, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. If I had to go for nostalgia-ish type factors, my my vote's going to go Tony Hawk. And the reason being, it was something that people wanted. Yes. Um, and it's something that people were really after. I mean, as much as I don't play sports games, back in the day when they were an original thing, oh yeah, I played them because they were just stupid and fun and zany and, you know. Yeah. Uh, if there was a WWE game on there, like five years ago circa five years ago yeah. i would vote it if it was if, if there was a wwe because there's no wwe game but if there's a wwe game i, would, I wouldn't I mean, have voted it for there it. is there's 2k battlegrounds which looks like a part of shit so. yeah but it's it's comedically so they went down that yeah. path because they can't develop a proper game to save their life anymore for some reason i just want 2k to give the game back that's all i want <laughs> so but yeah so that, that that's them i i want i would go for tiny hawk simply because of the nostalgia factor there mm-hmm so, the, all the games here, for their purpose, and what they aim to achieve, I, I'm, I can't speak for all of them, but seem to achieve it well. FIFA has always been a popular series. Mm. Not my kind of thing, so I'm no. not going to vote for it. <laughs> NBA, same again. The last three. We'll start with Dirt. Dirt 3, when it came out, was one of my favourite games of the year. It was a very fun game. I love that kind of game, just in general and it's very intense but had a fun part to it the issue with the later dirt games what i have with dirt 4 um i haven't played dirt 5 so i can't comment but they went so far in simulation that for me it's no longer fun it's more of a task yeah. which is why it's not really my type of thing f1 games for me have always been fun um i, I wish i could keep up with it as a sport anyway i yeah. do every now and then but i love formula one racing i i, I think it's great it's great to watch, great to get interactive, uh, interactive with, and the games, for the most part, are good. FIFA, no, not FIFA, F1 2018 was a shambles, but 2020 looks great, but I have not played it, so I can't comment. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1-2, I don't know if you've played it much. No. Oh, not, but yeah, yeah. I have. It's on my um, Epic Games list. Uh, one of the very few reasons I still use the Epic Games client. I didn't play much of the original one, but Pro Skater 2 I played a lot of when I was younger. Um, someone like me, surprise. Um, and this remake, not only did it get everything about the original games perfect, it added onto it in the perfect way as well. Yeah. It, it captured everything that made the old game good and made it better somehow. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, the old one, remains one of the most popular games ever. Yeah. And for good reason, highly rated on Metacritic, I think. Yeah. This remake nailed it. Yeah. There's not a bad thing I can say about a remake, literally. <laughs> the level up system's great. The creator park is better than it ever has been. It's just fun. <laughs> That's what you need in the game, especially in this year. It's just fun. And it captures what the game used to be. Great game. Fair enough. That's all I can say. So what are you, what are you voting for? Uh, Tony Hawk. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. 
so that's the sport racing games. Uh, next up is sim and strategy games. Yes. So we've got Crusader Kings 3, Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and XCOM Chimera Squad. I can't comment much on this category, but I do have a comment. But I'll let you go first. <laughs> My vote's going to Microsoft Flight Simulator. There's a number of reasons. One, it's an incredibly realistic experience. Yes. Two, the people who have been able to create content out of that on a very humorous level, there are people being legitimately running like the game as if they were actually doing these flights. I watch those videos every now and then, they're great. <laughs> and it's, it is the most brilliant, like, uh, just weirdest experience to see these people literally basically flying a plane from their home um it's it's really cool it graphically is stunning um and like i said it's created some interesting content so out of yes. all of those i think you know to fit the sort of simulation sort of stuff yeah that would be where my vote would go same like i have not played any of the other games so it's a bit of fair. i've looked into gears tactics but it's not a game it's, it's it looks like a good strategy game but I'm not a massive strategy game lover. The last strategy game I really found love with was Civilization Five. Oh yes. Civ uh, Six was good, but Five is just better in my opinion. But as strategy and sim, since it's both combined, which is a little bit unfair in my opinion, Flight Simulator yeah. takes it by landslide. Um, the old Flight Simulator, um, Flight Simulator X, uh, and and the Steam Edition were as simulation games good. It never had a sequel for ages, and it was so old, but it still lived up. Yeah. And I think this is going to happen with this one as well. This game is going to continue to be played for years and years on end. Even the old game, people made setups. Have you seen some Flight Simulator setups? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, lo I love the creativity that some people come up with in these things. It's just it's well, just amazing. And some of the stuff people do more player service, it's so in-depth. It's and crazy. When you talk about immersion, probably one of the most immersive sim games you could ever get. It's very hard to pick up if you don't know what you're doing yeah but for playing fanatics which there are people out there that are yeah it's a it's a it's a must it's a must get so sure. uh this is another interesting category mm. so we're on to family games yes so there are six ca uh, six nominees in this category uh we have animal crossing new horizons crash bandicoot 4 it's about time Four Guys Ultimate Knockout, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons, and Paper Mario The Origami King. I want to preface this by saying that the description for this category says, for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. For that reason, I don't know what your vote is, but for me, that instantly ruled out Four Guys, and I'll explain why. That shit's stressful, man. You're not going to get. I wouldn't vote. For, I wouldn't vote for four guys in this category at all. No, you're not going to get families to play that. And if you do, they're not going to like each other for very long. No, no. Mario Kart Live is just. I'm. I'm. <laughs> we just. We okay. We talked about that game on. I think 
the last Auracast. Yes. And we were talking about the fact that, because you hadn't heard about it at that stage, remember? No. And I told you about it. And it's literally Mario Kart set up in your house. <laughs> and it's like augmented reality stuff. I will say, I've it's, seen videos of that game. It's well done. Yeah. I don't know how they've done it, but usually, usually they're shit at this thing, I must say. Usually they're AR not... games have a very bad reputation for good reasons. This is done shit. really well. Um, do I think it should be Family Game of the Year? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's way too expensive. It's very expensive. You know, if you want to go down to something that the family can enjoy, sure. It, but if, if your family doesn't want to eat for the next month, sure. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. <laughs> uh, it's a shame as well because it looks really good and I want to get it eventually. Like but each of... car is like a hundred and something dollars. <laughs> each car. It's a like good thing family... What's that? It's a good thing the game's free. Oh, exactly. Cause... But, like, a family of four. If you want four people to play, you've got to buy four cars. Fucking hell. So that's $400. Oh, <laughs> like... Nintendo. It's okay, kids. We're not going to eat for the rest of the month, but you can play <laughs> Mario Kart in the dining room instead because we're not using it to eat anymore because we spent $400 on these We've things. We've made a new obstacle. It's the ribcage that you lost from Mario <laughs> <Kart. laughs> so expensive oh my god anyway so there's that um paper mario i also don't think that that is a family game in this category i don't see how that can be enjoyed as a family those games are difficult i don't yes i just don't see how that fits. it's very charming but it's still an rpg game <laughs> i also don't see crash bandicoot 4 being in this category it's i disagree a, it's a great game but i've seen people play this game and it's the hardest Crash Bandicoot game I've seen. Uh, like the OG Crash Bandicoot games are hard, but I have memories of me and my brothers coming together to play Crash Bandicoot games on the PlayStation to try and get past levels. It is one of the most fun things in existence. Crash has always been a fun game for me. Oh, yeah. And it's, it just brings... It somehow keeps, even in 2020, the embodiment of, quote, couch co-op, yeah. couch gaming. You can just... Well, you can't now, but like get family members, get friends to sit with you and just see if you can beat the game. And it's just fun. It's charming. I guess the really hard thing for this category, which is really strange in this this year, considering how like isolated people have been at home, is that there's not your typical family games in this category because none of them have come out this year. Yeah. There's no Mario Karts. Forget Mario Kart Live set. I'm talking a traditional Mario Kart. Yes. There's no sort of Mario Party game. There's no... You know, uh, actually, I'm surprised it's not on the list, potentially. Things like Jackbox and that, those are the kind of games... That's a good point, actually. Like, Jackbox had Party Pack 6 come out this year. Yes. Um, Or 7, I can't remember. They've made some uh, this 6, point. I think. But either way, so, you know, um, it's, a, it's been a tricky year for those kind of games. No family game has come out. No great family game has come out this year, but one. Go on. It is on this nomination list. And it's my vote, and it's Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing has always been a game, especially on the Switch version, where people just come together and just do what they want. It's very family friendly. It's very, yes. it's very innocent in that way. And it has the functionality on Switch where it was a bad thing. That well, it's a thing that I was confused about at first. It's one island per Switch, so multiple people could play the game, but it was all on the same island. I thought it was a bad thing at first. But the idea of, like, even if you have just one controller or one set of Joy-Cons, one person could play for a while and their relative sibling, whatever, could come on and 
um, contribute to the game, even though yeah. they're not playing together at the time, because it's on the same island, it's the same world. Yeah. And if you do manage to be able to play with people at the same time, it's a wonderful experience. Yeah, it's one of the most genuine, wonderful, time-killing, loveliest games. <laughs> I love this game so much. It's, I pre-ordered it. I, I was excited until, up until release, and since release, I've still loved it. There have been lulls. Yeah. But it's a game where I picked it up again recently, and I love it just as much as I did when it came yeah. out. It's charming. Yeah. And not, as in, not as in bow tie as in <laughs> game. Uh, so my vote. <laughs> I, I 100% agree. Uh, out of everything on this list, um, I would have to go with Animal Crossing simply because of that factor there's yes. there's a lot of reasons why the others for me just don't click in this category it's a tricky yeah. category this year for some reason as i said I i'd don't, say I... the closest is probably minecraft dungeons for the similar reason yes yeah i was gonna say minecraft dungeons was a very left field sort of game in the it's minecraft which is you know one of the most popular games on the planet still yeah um uh, but it then also turned it into what it is mm. you know a dungeon crawler type thing so it's it, it, it's it's cool i like it um so yeah uh so fighting games my field i okay. love fighting games well you're, you're gonna be very much on your own in this one because <laughs> i have no idea so we have grand blue fantasy versus mortal kombat 11 ultimate street fighter 5 champion edition one punch man a hero nobody knows Best title. <laughs> Under... Uh, okay, I feel like... I know these are probably two separate games, but I feel like this is a bit of a weird thing. Under Night in Birth, and then Under Night in Birth, EXE, late, something or other. Bracket, CL, dash, R, first bracket. <laughs> okay, firstly, what a shit title. Second, <laughs> second, let's just put that out there. Like that, so, secondly, is that... What is that? Is that a sequel? Is that... So, a lot of these fighting games are, to put it simply, use a professional term anime as fuck um and undernight in birth is one of them um as is one punch man obviously yeah yeah um as is grand blue fantasy grand yeah. blue um have had three or four fighting games if i'm not mistaken and they've all had that kind of like aesthetic the only two that branch out from that in this list are street fighter and mortal kombat for obvious reasons um the rest of my anime fighting games which is great um grand blue i've never played any of them so, but they do look good. Just from looks alone, I'd be tempted. But because I haven't played it, I just can't. Um, One Punch Man and Undernight, I've not played either of them, not, don't know anything about these games, so no. Now, when it comes to Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, that's been a rivalry forever. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think it's going to come down to those two again. That's been a rivalry since like the 90s, oh, God and it damn. just has been since. I have played games in both series, multiple games in both series. Me personally, just on a personal standpoint, I'll move on in a second, but Street Fighter feels a lot more clunky to play. Um, it just doesn't feel very user-friendly to play. Mm -hmm. You see professional uh, championships in both games, and it's amazing how they can do what they can do. Um, I get to flex a little bit now, even though I wasn't very great. Um, when I was involved in a, um, a very small esports uh, organization once, I was a Mortal Kombat 11 player at one point. <laughs> I was very crap compared to other people, but I was there. Um, and some of the things that people came out with are amazing. Um, but Mortal Kombat's always been fun to play. 
in my opinion, very graphic. I, I would have gone... Oh, God, it's graphic. Um, I would have personally... Yeah, me, I would have gone with Mortal Kombat as well. I've yeah. not played 11, but I have played Mortal Kombat games in the past, and I've enjoyed them, even though they're not my kind of genre. Um, MK11 Ultimate is another game I pre-ordered um, in this year. I forgot it came out this year. Did it come out this year? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but it's a game I pre-ordered. Twenty 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 has been going for about ten years. In yeah, case you true. In case you hadn't realised, it's a gamma pre-order. It's a gamma very hard pre-ordered. I haven't played it in many months, um, but I have loved the Mortal Kombat games more so since Mortal Kombat Nine, um, when when the whole series got rebooted, so to speak. Um, and oh, it didn't come out this year. When did it come out? Last year, then. Must have been last year, then. Yeah, but Mortal Kombat Eleven Ultimate, everything coming together, is this year technically. Ah, um, oh, okay. Is did Ultimate come out this year then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's where it gets a bit. So there's once again, it's that whole like. All right. <laughs> I, I, I'll leave it a go. I'm just okay. Um. <laughs> oh, I forgot how April last Jesus. Um. But yeah, it's always been a fun game. It's a bit more. Combat Ten was the fastest more combat game to my knowledge. Like, it's very fast. Hits, combos, that sort of thing. Mortal Kombat 11 slows it down. Not as slow as 9 was, but a bit slower towards that direction. And I was a bit worried about that because the flow of Mortal Kombat 10 or X was my jam. But Mortal Kombat 11 feels so nice to play. It is so good. And the characters are awesome. The story was great, which I had doubts on because it was time control, which you do if you mess that up, it just ruins whatever you're putting it in. But... It's, but it was done so well. It was just a good game. It still um, is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so my, my vote's definitely going to go for... Um, I've gone blank. Mortal Kombat, that's the one. So we'll go with that. Either your mic's gone quiet for me and slowly turning down, or an issue on this side, but... I don't know why. Uh, hang on. It was like it was being slowly turned down. I'm just going to keep talking anyway. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, amazing game. Um, and Ultimate came out for the new consoles, I believe. Um, but the fact, it's it still got such a I mean, Mortal Kombat and uh, Street Fighter have got such dedicated audiences, but Mortal Kombat is just just has that edge. It's just so much nice to play. It's one of those easy to learn, hard to master kind of games, and for me, it's just it's just such a good game. Uh, technical <laughs> <Danny. laughs> uh, technical difficulties you get for free. I mean, facts. We we knew something was going to go wrong. Um. But yeah, everything's in my control now since I now can no longer hardly hear bees. So yeah, um, <laughs> Bees very happy about that, but it is now under my control. I don't even know what Bees' vote was for. I think he said Mortal Kombat. I mean, he thinks, but yeah. I just, Grand Blue looks so good. It genuinely looks so good. Um, but Mortal Kombat just gets it. Mortal Kombat understands what makes a fighting game a good fighting game. He did? Okay, cool. Um, Street Fighter just seems a bit clunky and a bit rough around the edges, even though it's as polished as it's ever been. But 
as to the fighting game controls, it's not my thing. Not my thing at all. Uh, but yeah, now we just wait to see if bees can actually fix things. Oh, I've got burps. Oh, Jesus. How's that time already? My God. I can't wait for this to be on um, Spotify and YouTube <laughs> and people get to witness the technical difficulties. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh. Is that any better? Uh, very, very slightly louder, but you're still very quiet. Why? <laughs> Why is it doing this? Oh, 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 oh. Keep talking. Yeah, but that involves me yelling. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, is that it, better, though? I'll, I'll, it, all right, I'll talk a bit closer to the mic and, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit better now, but because you are close to the mic. Well, you know, I shouldn't have... Oh, God, there it goes. Oh, hello. All right, we'll see how it goes. All right, right cool. Come back a bit again. Hello. Just see how you were normally and speak again. Oh, wow. Okay, it's fixed. Well, I don't know what happened then. It's just oh, tech problems. It's probably slobs. It's probably slobs. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? Uh, we just finished some fighting game. All right, we're moving on. RPG. <laughs> <laughs> RPG is Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royale, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Do you want to go first this one? Okay. I'm 50-50 split. Oh, okay. Um, I'm 50-50 split between two games. Persona 5 Royale and Genshin Impact. Mm -hmm. Reasons being, Persona 5 has a huge following. Persona, the, the game has done exceptionally well. Um, it's, a, it's very well made. Um, Genshin Impact is something that has come from nowhere and is so oh God, popular. Yeah. Um, everyone's comparing it to Breath of the Wild, actually, um, in a lot of ways, with just other It elements. is similar in a lot of ways, but not in a bad way. No. Um, so I guess, you know, if I had to go down the path of popularity versus gameplay as well, I'd probably have to give it to Genshin. Is that your vote, though, for sure? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say same. Now, I'm probably going to annoy a few people with this. Final Fantasy VII Remake, in my opinion... I'm saying this on a place called the internet. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but yeah. on this uh, list of we've best role-playing games... We've only just come back, and you're going to get us No, hand. you've just come back. <laughs> um, actually, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's fine. That's what, what I mean. What do you mean, why are I just come back? What does oh, that I'll mean? about technical issues. Oh, no, no I've ne <laughs> but, I'll never come back from those. <laughs> same. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake does not deserve to be on this list, and I'll explain why. It's remade, sure, but with a remake... You either um, capture what the game was um, or try and do that and add something new to it, right? Final Fantasy VII, it does capture it. It's, it's what the game is and, like, cutscenes are very nicely polished and everything. But, like, it's just <laughs> something missing. <laughs> it's just something missing with it from what I've seen. Granted, I just want to clarify, I've never played it. I've not played the remake and I don't think I've... I've, I've completed the original game once, um, and it's been a long time ago. Um, there's certain Final Fantasy games that I like, and others, well, I, I'm not too well-versed in the series, so to speak. Yeah. But the remake, when it was coming out, and even when it was released, it's one of those games that I just... <laughs> Sorry, Lani. It's one of those games that I just didn't care about. <laughs> Somewhere and... Lani is cringing. Somewhere like half the insects cringing, half the insects got pitchforks. Um, 
but no, it's just no. Something about it, just no. Um, Persona 5 Royal, I understand why people like it. It looks very good. Never played it, can't comment. Wasteland 3 and, well, Wasteland 3 I've never heard of. And Yakuza, I don't understand the interest, although, again, I've never played them. Genshin Impact. Oh, boy. <laughs> Genshin has sucked the life of many a person um, throughout the whole time it's been released. Um, Andiari. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chanting in the distance. Um, <laughs> but if there's it's... if there's one thing that's taken, just to, just to, for those who don't know, Anne is one of the members of the Aura Guardians. Yes. I give Anne such grief about how much stream raiders she plays. Genshin is taking just as much time as 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 stream raiders is in her life. But here's the thing: it's that all the gameplay and stuff it gets is well deserved. It's weirdly enough, like you said, it come out of nowhere, and most games that come out of nowhere, you worry because if they haven't got that much funding for advertisement, they might not have much funding to polish the game. Yeah. But the game's really well polished. It's really fun to play. <laughs> it, I mean, it's not my kind of game, but like it, watching others play it, I, it, yes. I agree. It, it's very well polished for what it is. It's a gacha game. If you want the characters you want to get, be prepared to spend money. But it's still a free-to-play game at heart. You can keep playing and not put any money into it. Granted, it's a bit slow if you do it that way, but I play it that way. I haven't played in a long time. Yeah. But I play it that way, and I still had just as much fun. Um, and... It's not just based on getting characters like you have your dungeons, you have your exploration. There's a lot of exploration. And it's just, it's so, it just captures whoever plays it. Like, people might not play it, but very rarely we get someone to say they, they genuinely do not like the game. Yeah. You always get people to say they don't play it, it's not for them. But it's still a good game. It's a great now, game. we are heading into some very close territory now. Ooh. Oh, by the way, uh, Genshin, my vote. Genshin's your vote? Right. Yes. So now we're moving into action-adventure. Now, action-adventure action is different to just plain action games, okay? Yes. So there's two categories. Action-adventure is different. In the action-adventure game, we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost, a ghost of... I always want to say Sashimi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole heap of dead fish floating around. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Ghost of Tsushima... Uh, Marvel's Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales which once again I'll get to that in a minute mm -hmm. Ori and the Will of the Wisps uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and The Last of Us Part 2 I'm gonna, I'm gonna also gonna preface this category with the description something important to remember for the best action slash adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving yes that's important to remember go ahead so this is where it gets tricky all right, I'm just going to quickly... We're going to go through each game very quickly. Yes. So, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. From what I've seen in reviews, I don't get into the Assassin's Creed games much, but I've seen plenty of them. It looks Val amazing. Valhalla is actually getting very highly uh, praised. Yes. Um. So, you know, it Assassin's Creed is one of those games that go, Ooh, you know, some of them yeah, have been really sure. awful and some of them have been really bad. Like, I can for think... For examples, Brotherhood was great, 3 was awful. And <laughs> Unity was horrendous. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, people losing faces and all sorts of weird texture <laughs> issues. Wonderful. Unity! Um, uh, Ghosts of Tsushima? Gorgeous looking. Yes. It is a stunning looking game, right? It's beautiful. Um, from what I've heard, though, its gameplay is limited. 
Really? That's what I've heard from people. I've heard nothing but good things about that game. I've heard overall great game. Yeah. But it's there are some gameplay mechanic aspects that are very sort of like not expansive is probably the best word to put it. But over, overall, beautiful game. Beautiful game. Um, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Okay, here's my gripe with this. I feel like we're going to have the same opinion. <laughs> it's an expansion to a, yes. a game. It's not another new game. Um, it shouldn't be on this list. It's been treated as an individual game, and in reality, it's just not. It's not. Um, it's not a new game, uh, and so it will not get my vote. It we just... haven't discussed this process, by the way. It's just the fact that we have the same opinion. <laughs> That's my biggest gripe with it, is it's not a new game. Um, from what I've seen, it looks amazing, but there are problems with it. People think that the PS5 version's graphics actually look worse. Really? Yep. They've wow. reskinned a lot of characters in the main game and that, and they all look awful <laughs> compared to what they look like on PS4. Oh, no. So it's it's been a very controversial uh, uh, decision because it's not even a mild reskinning of people's characters. It's, it's literally... It, they look like two different people. Uh, um, from what I've seen, uh, the sp- uh, uh, Peter Parker from the PS4 went from looking from whoever to looking like a really, like generic rip-off version of um tom holland oh no <laughs> but not in a good way it was like it's like knockoff back alley game that you got burnt on a disc years ago kind of oh no it just didn't look right <laughs> from what i've seen so yeah oh marvel ori and the will of the wisps is a gorgeous game yes. it is stunning it is tr- it is uh challenging it it fits this category perfectly um it's a great sequel to a great original game it's and from what i've seen about gameplay and what i've heard about gameplay amazing um jedi fallen order i heard it also looks amazing it is tricky to play i've heard it's a very um, dark soulsy kind of game it's a very dark yeah that's what i've heard as well um and then of course the last of us part two the last of us part two is an amazing game okay it's controversial for some reason. Yeah. Um, for a number of reasons. But overall, um, you know, I, I, I'll give credit where credit is due. Naughty Dog had a hell of a time to follow up the original. Yes. The expectations were set at such a high bar for the sequel that there was no way they could satisfy every single Last of Us 1 fan. There's no way. Um, Last of Us 1 will continue to be the pinnacle of gaming, uh, or one of the pinnacles of gaming. It was an incredible experience, a well-made experience, um, from gameplay through to story-driven stuff to just 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 every aspect of it. The music, just it was a beautiful game. Um, in saying that, if I had to pick out of everyone on this list, I personally would go Ori and Will of the Wisps. It's just, it's a beautiful game. It's a beautiful game. It, the, the gameplay is amazing. The mechanics are amazing. Um, the story is amazing. It's just, it's, it, it, the puzzles are, uh, are challenging. It's just, it, it's visually, it's just eye-catching. The category of the vote is based on gameplay, but even then it looks amazing. Like, it, it, the gameplay is incredible. It's an incredibly well-made game. So that's your vote. 
Yes, Ari. Yep. So I agree, but not on the vote. <laughs> um, I also want to preface, I've not played any of these games, but from what I've seen, and it might be a surprise considering what we just spoke about. No, it's not Spider-Man, don't worry. My vote... I, would have, I would have just hit the end stream if you said Miles Morales. <laughs> Cancelled. Um, hashtag Cinder out. Um, from what I've seen and from what I've watched and from what I've been told, my vote's actually going to go to Ghost of Tsushima because it is a gorgeous game from what I've seen and it looks very, very fun to play. Um, I... Uh, in contrast to what you said, I've not heard anything bad about the gameplay, whether like duration or like context and what's actually in the game itself. From what I've heard, the adventure side, perfect. The mm. action side, mm. see, I've not heard that. All I've heard is good things, and from what I've seen, I can agree. It just looks plus. I mean, all I've ever seen of it is someone riding a horse across a, an open field, or constantly. Like every mm. every video I see is a horse riding across an open field. I'm like, is this all this is? Is a horse simulator? <laughs> <laughs> um, like from, I also love the aesthetic, like the whole like, um, Asian aesthetic that it has. It's just amazing to me. I love that kind of design mm -hmm. choice. Um. It's, there's a very close second for me, again, from what I've seen and heard, that being Jedi Fallen Order. I'm not a Star Wars fan. Not so I don't like it, I'm just not caught up with it. Yeah. But it looks brilliant. It no, looks fantastic. It, 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 I've seen people play it. It's, it, it's, it's very well made. Um, I've seen uh, one of my friends, one of my Twitch friends, um, shout out to Afro. He played it a few times on stream ages ago when it came out. It looked amazing. Um, but Tsushima gets my vote because just because it just looks amazing and looks fun to play. <laughs> and it's a game out of those five, I'd get it first. Five or six, but... Well, six, there's six games. Yeah. Ori looks amazing, but I've not played the first one either, which I know is sacrilege, but... They're gorgeous. Yeah. They're, they're, they're very well-made games, and they've, they've, got, they've got very good stories. Tsushima's my vote. It looks wonderful. <gasps> I just think what the next category is. Right. Next up... <sighs> Well, on my list, next up is action. Yep. Okay, on action, we have Doom Eternal, Hades, Half-Life, Alex. Yep. Neo 2, Streets of Rage 4. Heavy metal music plays. Doom Eternal, straight away. Yeah, if I had to pick out... I, I would go Doom Eternal, personally. I've seen a lot of that. It looks good. It, it plays... It's, it's action more than you could ever probably imagine. The, the uh, 2016 reboot of Doom um, that came out on Xbox One, PS4, and PlayStation, and eventually Switch, I played it on the Xbox. Um, it was one of the first... History lesson um, for my channel. It was one of the first ever games I've done a playthrough of um, when I was streaming directly from console. Um, it was also the game where I've done a whole stream with my mic off. That was fun. But... <laughs> But wow. <laughs> the Doom games I've always loved. Um, I remember playing the original and being scared and hiding behind a chair of the computer uh, when I was younger. Um, shout out to my parents, probably shouldn't let me play it in the first place, but hey. -o. The Doom games, apart from three, we don't talk about it, but the Doom games have always been fun. They've been amazing. And Doom Eternal just is just, from the looks of it, just continues to be as badass as the 2016 Doom was and yeah. more. And the multiplayer from the 2016 Doom was amazing. And I can only imagine from what I've seen, it's the same with this as well. Hades is a game everyone's talking about. 
and it looks good. It's very um, I always get this term wrong. Rogue light. Yeah. Um, and Binding of Isaac was a similar type of game, and it was amazing back in the day. That's a close second for me, but Doom Eternal gets it for me. Street of Rage, Side Scroller beat them up. Fun for about 10 minutes. Neo 2, the original was fun. I watched my young brother play it in person. It was great. Half-Life? No. no. I, think that, I think that's more of a fan service than anything else. Yeah. But Doom Eternal gets it for me, easily. Uh, Alright, so the next category moving on. Uh, uh, what was your vote? I said Doom Eternal. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> This is a weird category, so oh, well, I assume it's right. Go on. Innovation and accessibility. Yes, recognizing software and/or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. Okay, so these are the nominees: Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, Hyperdot, The Last of Us Part Two, Watch Dogs Legion. There is a clear winner here for me, and it might not be what you expect. Okay, so for me, uh, and for a number of reasons from what I've seen of it, I would go with Grounded. Grounded, uh, if, if it is the game I'm thinking, oh God, I hope it's the game I'm thinking, is the where you've like shrunk down and there's all yes. like, yep, 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 that's the one. Um, has so many accessibility features, including right down to if someone's arachnophobic, there's a setting to turn that. That's exactly what I was going to say. Turn it down, and there's a few other settings, and you know, um, it's great because they've become floating blobs. If it's you do like it the way back. so that is that's amazing. It, it it opens it up for many people to play. The gameplay is really good. It, it it looks good, and I think yeah, I think those new, those kind of features and introducing a, a, a mode that will make it more accessible to people who do have a fear but want to play the game. Um, is is a brilliant move on their behalf. Um, I also think, you know, rather than go for some of these mainline games, that's why I want to see something like this take it out. It, it encourages further development. It yes. encourages uh, studios to sort of get their, you know, act together kind of thing. And not just push out a AAA game with generic settings. The Grounded is... Uh, Grounded is a game where, considering the category we're talking about right now... Mm-hmm sets it so forward from all the other nominees from just purely from everything else purely from that one setting yeah it's so accessible to everyone like you said it might be a fun game looking to other people but they have the most severe case of arachnophobia that's fine because you can change it and there's a the thing that makes that meter even better not the fact that it's just a meter there's also a button that's off by default where once you change it, you don't have to look at it yet. You can change it, then look and see if it's appropriate. Yeah. That there's it didn't need to have that much time put into that one setting, no. but they did. And I hope it paves the way for other companies, both indie and AAA, to care more about the people they're making the game for and their target audience. Because yeah. the people behind Grounded knew fully well, probably from the beginning it's small you're in a back you're in a backyard there's going to be insects some people have a severe fear of spiders yeah we need to do something about this and they did well that, that, the that's the thing is like that game like when they when we're talking spiders they went for wolf spiders which are just like horrifically <sighs> uh, yeah so it was like oh ew all right but as if you don't even if you do and you don't it's still a threatening creature. If yeah. you have the um, the arachnophobia meter all the way turned down to the point where it's two floating orange blobs that are connected to each other with googly eyes, 
you're still going to run away from it because fuck, it's huge. <laughs> and it's and if you're not careful, it's going to fuck you up. I, so, I, don't, I don't know if you I don't I don't know if you have, if you have a fear of oranges, you might be a bit you know. <laughs> If you, you have, have fear, fear oranges of... and arachnophobia, don't I was going to say, don't, just put it in the middle. It's, it's an orange with lots of legs. <laughs> no, um, oh. um, but, yeah. but yeah, it's so it's the most accessible game, and in a category titled innovation and accessibility, there's no close second place. There just isn't. All right. Well, let's move on to VR and AR games. So we have Dreams, we have Half-Life Alex, we have Marvel's Iron Man VR, we have Star Wars Squadrons, and we have The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. I only have one thing to say about this category. There's only one game here that I heard people enjoy in this category. And that was Half-Life Alex. I've heard nothing about the other games. I've heard, I've seen some stuff done in Dreams that I personally, I just like, wow, that's incredible that you can do that. Dreams is that game where, like, I seen someone make, uh, that they could paint like the Master Sword, for example, from Zelda, and then grab it and use it. That's very cool. And I'm like, <laughs> like that's just so as simple as that sounds. The amount of like, uh, the 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 design behind that is like complex. Yes. Like literally, it's it, it's creating a reality, and then the game is adapting. Going, okay, you've made a sword, so you can now pick this up. It's like from the sound of things, I hadn't heard of it at all until this vote. So from what you're explaining it as, it sounds like Scribblenauts but 3D. Kind of. And it's it, that it, sounds amazing. But I only voted for sand, half. It's the only one I know of. It's sandboxy. My vote's going to Dreams because I just think it's very innovative. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've heard lots of people praise Half-Life Alex. so yes. um, So let's just keep rolling along, because some of these categories yep. are a bit, you know. Uh, community sport, uh, so support. I'm going to be very biased here in a minute, and I, I can't help it. <laughs> community support, support. Apex Legends. Destiny 2. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Fortnite. No Man's Sky. And Valorant. Before anything's said... Shout out to the team behind No Man's Sky. They had, years ago, This it's not a game that came out this year, so that's another great area. Yeah. But its release was one of the most jankiest releases for a game I think I've experienced in the last 20 years. They had such a negative response to the release of that game, but they stuck with it, and now it's one of the most fun games I've ever played. It is. It's. It works, it's fun, and I'd recommend it to other people. The the crazy okay the crazy thing about that is hey Mark how are you uh the crazy <laughs> thing about um uh, No Man's Sky is that game went from being a piece of crap and that, that's the honest go I bought I bought yeah. No Man's Sky on launch and I was like why did I oh, buy this one of those sad people yeah I was like oh because it, it like the lead up was like oh my god this game is going to be amazing it kind of reminded yes. me a little bit of Destiny in a lot of ways and that sort of planetary exploration it's kind definitely of stuff. that audience and then I was like. All right, this is awful. I'm bored. I don't want to play this anymore. I've played it in the last 12 months. I can't remember when it, when it was, but I did play it in the last 12 months. Same. And it is such a different game. I might get back into it when I go, oh, it's I'll be honest. It's really, really, really well done now. It's what it should have been in the first place, right? So that is almost enough to give it my vote, right? However, the category is community support. Exactly. And I'm just going to say straight up, Fall Guys, because the social media team behind Fall Guys, they can go from meme lords 
to, oh, you have an issue, let's try and figure this out, to meme lords again in a day. They are so fun to interact with and so fun to see post. Destiny 2, another game that has had its issues, I'll be honest, I know because I've played it. Yeah. But the, the community support behind it, there was a whole thing with Activision, which is a bit funky, but now that it's so focused on what they know what they're doing, they're constantly uh, 100% open with issues that are going on, especially on Twitter from what I see, and they push to get fixed out. Apex Legends, they're constantly listening to their community, much to other people's contr- uh, contrary opinions. Fortnite can fuck off, and Valorant is, Valorant is another company. Riot doesn't get the best rep. Um, they do listen to the community, they're just a bit slow. Yeah. Um, but Fall Guys is just the, out of this six uh, teams and games second bar none yeah it's it's okay here's the thing I'm going to be biased and only because I'm in that community significantly I know what you're going to say and I know I've got the support of at least one person in the chat maybe two but at least one and that that is Destiny 2 um, and the reason I'm saying that is they've been Bungie has always been very good at community support. Yes, I've um, seen that. You know, uh, even from the early days of Destiny 1, they've always changed oh, things. a good game. Uh, changed things to adapt. They did go through their little dark period, and I, I, I can't say that they didn't with when it came to the Activision stuff. Um, but now that they've come out this side, Beyond Light has definitely sort of reset things for them a bit now. Um, you know, community involvement, things like the the day one raid stuff that goes on, you know, and 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 the the idea behind charitable stuff and yeah. showcasing people's videos that they make in Destiny and the music they come up with and Bungie like, do care about their community. I every, will say that every week they put out a blog. You see what's going on behind the scenes. You know, there's always updates. There's that's always... what I mean by transparency. Bunch of great at it. They're so good at that stuff. It's not often that we don't really know what's going on with how Bungie operate as a company, and that's what mm. I like about it. It's very transparent. So if I had to pick, it would be Destiny Two. The only reason I'm going for guys is because they can do quite a bit of that and also appeal to new people looking into the game as well, just from social media and interactivity with community they um retweet uh people's skin ideas um oliver age 24 behind the uh, the social media account for four guys he like on his own personal account he interacts with things based on four guys as well yeah like he everyone knows who they are and it, it, it it's kind of like that personal connection hmm. with the people behind four guys and that's what i think pushed him over the edge of bungie um, I think it's I'm a little bit biased because I have a more I'm interested in them since they have a smaller team, yeah. no more focused team. But that's not to say that Bungie have not put the work in because they've done amazing. And if but if Bungie win for Destiny two, I'm not going to be sad. But my vote's going to go. I do lines. agree with Mark though. Crucible is a mess. Um, and the but a lot of that's also got to do with you know, all right. They've just introduced Stasis, for example. Mm. Until they see it how it performs in a real life scenario, they can only predict so much. Then they've got to adjust it, and then they'll adjust that's... it, and then something will expose another weakness. And it's just an ongoing thing. At the moment, Crucible's very sort of not broken, but it does have its moments of like. That's like with any multiplayer aspect of any game when you do something new, though. Like Call of Duty for a new gun, um, any MOBA when you add a character. Like it's it happens. You have your test teams, 
but you won't really know how the community reacts until you put it into the game. So like you're going to get negative responses and positive responses to everything. But the fact that I'll give Bungie credit is they're quick with it. Yes. And they're transparent and honest with it. And oh, absolutely. And even great. even since they've separated from Activision and that, they've spoken about that whole scenario and they felt like at the time it was a good move for them to be able to do stuff. But in hindsight, it took away the soul of what Bungie is all about. Um, and so they've now been able to go back to what made it great to begin with. But they learned from that and they're honest with that. They've said they've made a mistake. They've, they're working with what they have and they've loved from that and it's great. So, you know, so for me, it's Destiny 2. Obviously, Luke has gone for Fall Guys, mm -hmm. um, but Destiny 2, yeah. So uh, now I'm going to move on to mobile game. I have some gripes with this category as well <laughs> for a number of reasons, okay? I feel like I know what it's going to be, but go on. Okay, so mobile games. We have Among Us, Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeteria, and Pokemon Cafe Mix. Okay, here's my issue. Why is... Among Us and Pokemon Cafe Mix on this list because they're not solely mobile games. Neither is Genshin. It's just, I'm I'm guessing part of the problem is they've been grasping for games on mobile <laughs> because, okay, Cafe Mix is designed for mobile, but it trans transferred well over to Switch. I would argue that it's a mobile game that was ported to Switch as well. It's the same thing that they did with Pokemon Quest. It was yes. a mobile game and they put it on Switch because it worked that way. Um, same with Among Us. I mean, you can play it on mobile, but it's it's better optimised on the PC. <laughs> Let's yes. be honest here. You know, the mobile version is like, okay, if you are not able to pay the four ninety nine or whatever the heck it is on, on Steam... Here's a free version so you can at least participate. Yes. You know, I just, I, it doesn't, anyway, let's just ignore the fact that 2020 has been a weird year for lots of things and there's not a lot of mobile options and blah, 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 blah. If I was just to go down to pure, the, the game itself, Genshin. So here's my argument. Um, my vote's different. Yep. Um, and it would probably surprise people to say it's not Pokemon Cafe Mix either. I didn't go Cafe Mix either. I could have, yeah. but I didn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cafe Mix good, is amazing, by the way. Like, I'm it's not a saying good game. It's fun, but it's And awesome. as a mobile game, it captures the essence of a mobile game. It does it really well. Purely because one of the reasons you put for this game is one of the reasons why I actually voted for it. If you can't afford the game, there's a free version on mobile you can try. I have recently played it on mobile to get involved with a couple of friends to get to have fun, and it's still as fun. I didn't get you, I couldn't get used to it straight away, but once you do, it's fine. Among Us. Yeah. It's... I mean, that's not my, and that's the thing. Like, I, it's not. I, I'm, I'm moving past the fact that they're both playable. Like, I just, can't, I can't. Yeah. If I did that, I'd be left with two games that I honestly have no idea what they are like, and I don't think I want to know. Yeah, it it's literally the point of okay. If I had to pick out of these games, I love Cafe Mix. I could be biased and say, "Hey, Pokemon," but mm. it's not. It's not the best one on this list. No, Among Us is great that it has opened up the accessibility so that if people can't get it on their PC, they can play it on their phone, or if they don't have access to the PC at the time, they can play it on their phone or whatever. That's fine. I think that's a wonderful feature. It it's my second choice on the list. 
Genshin is just because it's Genshin, it's been so popular, it's doing well on everything that it's on, people are playing it, whether it's on their mobile, on a console, whatever, on on PC, it's it's it looks amazing, it plays well. It, you know, the mobile community is also huge. Well, here's my gripe with Genshin on mobile, and it's something I've found out personally recently upon trying to play the game on Genshin, uh, on mobile. The data space required to play the game on mobile is that equivalent to a NASA supercomputer. <laughs> it, it was... Okay, it took a while to install, and it turns out the long time I spent to install the game was a limited version where I could then choose to, to access the rest of the game, that, to get all the rest of the files. It's basically three or four times that the file space that I spent loads of time downloading. No matter what I deleted, I granted I have a lot of stuff on my phone, and it is a bit of an older phone, so memory might be limited. But, and that just comes down to accessibility. I'm not the only one that falls into this, I'm sure. There's found this issue. This space needed is just huge. Whereas Among Us is like a few hundred megabytes. That's it. You can get involved with people on PC. The accessibility just shoots it far forward, in my yeah. opinion. Genshin, the, like, the mobile audience is huge. Yeah. As well as PC and console and everything. It depends, but, that, and that is Jelly, so it may not work on Jelly's phone, but it also, I guess it comes down to what software you're running, like how yes. new your phone is, you know, there's lots of just reasons why, because it, it, I can imagine it's probably very heavy duty. Um, yes, so it probably wouldn't, wouldn't run my phone, for those curious, I have an iPhone 7, I'm still behind, I'm like 75 years old, but, like, Among Us is just so easy accessible. It would not win were it not for the fact that mobile can't, if they couldn't interact with PC, but the fact that mobile players and Among Us can sets it forward for me. Yeah. But yeah, that's my opinion on mobile game. All right, we're just going to do a quick break in between the uh, things so I can do an ad read. Because, you know, you know uh, that's a thing. Uh, thank you, Juju. <laughs> thank you, Juju. I have actually been drinking my Juju during this. <laughs> um, which I'm actually having... What flavor did I want? Oh, I went cherry. That's right. So, Aura Guardians is proudly partnered with Juju Energy. We have been for quite a while now. Um, so, Juju is a, an energy drink that was designed for gamers, but it's, you know, it can be used for everyday kind of stuff as well. Um, it's, it's healthy, it's high energy, and it's a focus formula. It's sugar-free and has natural caffeine. Uh, Juju as I said, was formulated for gamers to increase focus, re reaction time, energy, and overall performance. Uh, Juju was built for gaming, but is ready for everyday life. We, uh, it's, it works wonders, you know, if you're in the classroom, gym, office, work, you know, wherever. Um, it's got a high dose of B, C, and D vitamins and antioxidants to help boost your immune system. Extra important during COVID, of course. Uh, people are having a lot of side effects from that, and it's uh, vitamins and stuff. It might sound really silly, Eating healthy, drinking healthy does help keep your body somewhat, you know. Your natural immune system is something that's important as well. Um, yeah. It's got great uh, stuff for eye strain as well. So if you spend a lot of time looking at a computer, like a lot of streamers do. Uh, Just gamers in general. Or gamers in general. Uh, the blue light that comes from that, it helps with that. helps your eyes. Um, so yeah, the, so if you are interested in checking this product out, they have loads of different flavors. They've also got a, now, now got a merch line since the last time I spoke to, spoke about the Auracast, uh, you can go to their website, uh, it's uh, jujuenergy.com, and you can use the code AGFAM, 10% discount, 
you guys get a discount, we get a little bit of a commission out of it as well, um, and you guys get a good product. They have now got a variety packs of single sachet serves, so you can try a few different flavors. Um, and they've got a limited flavor at the moment, which is a Mexican milk drink flavor that's got cinnamon in it. It's called uh, Hochata. I haven't had a chance to try it, but from what I've seen in reviews and that, it looks inc it, it tastes incredible, apparently. So I'm hopefully going to get some at some stage. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's wonderful. Um, so if you want to check it out, feel free to do so. But they have been wonderful to work with. So that is the juju. And side note, um, Oregon's not been asked to do this. It's something I've just thought of. If you do buy uh, a Juju product, like whether it be drink or merch or anything, and you end up really liking it, let us know on Twitter and tag them oh, and Aura Guardians. And it's just so we can see what you've been enjoying and we can share it around then. And then yeah. it just shows that you've been enjoying the product. So, yeah. My favorite flavor, blue raspberry. Wasn't able to get it at my last order because it was sold out. <laughs> That tells you how good it is. It was, it was, it was like one of the only flavors sold out. I'm like, ah. <laughs> All right. So we are now going to move on to, uh, as I said, as we said at the start, this AuraCast is probably going to go a little bit longer than previous AuraCast because there's so much to cover the Game Awards. Yes. There's so much we want to talk about. We're not even going to get to talk about what predictions and announcements, but next week it will be more so where did we go right and wrong, if there was any controversies, and probably talking about all the plethora of announcements that's going to be made there's, at the Game there's Awards. There's going to be a controversy, I'm sure. Um. So, yeah. All right, we are now on to... Another interesting category, debut indie games. Cool, let me scroll all the way back down. Uh, so we have Carrion, Mortal Shell, Raji and Ancient Epic, uh, Roki, and my personal favourite and my vote, without even hesitating, is Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia should take this out. For a load of reasons. Okay. Yes, it's still in beta. Right? However, it has had such a huge impact. It is such a great game for people to play together. It is being streamed and created some amazing content. It's got so much potential moving forward. And it's being created by a very small team. And it, and it's just... A it's, dedicated team. It's, it's so... Okay. It's so for lack of a better term, it's so unique in what it is. I've yes. not... This game is so different to every other game I've played. It is just such a... Until you've played Phasmophobia, watching it is hilarious. Being in that scenario is both enjoyable and some of the most horrific stuff I've done. Donna Wilson! It's... <laughs> it's <laughs> such a good game. Um, yes, it looks janky in some spots, like movement and crouch, but that's half the charm with this game as well. Yeah. Yes, um, there not be a run button, but... Yeah, yeah. there's a sprint button. You just move, like... It's point... a daunty jog. I don't even... I, look, I would call it a slight swaggering walk, but all right. <laughs> the ghost is chasing you, and you're just like... Looking like Conor McGregor out of nowhere. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Anyway, I honestly, honestly think, based on impact alone and uniqueness of game style, Phasmophobia should win this. I um, have the same mind. That's my vote. I'm not going to expand any further because the same reasons you said, the same as my reasons. I'm going to be keeping a close eye on this game as I play it because it's going to be so interesting to see where they go. But please, developers, just fix the back end of the game a bit more, please, because 
it has yeah. got some janky issues, um, some audio compatibility issues. Um, loading times is probably my big gripe because yes. you can literally load into the game and be in the lobby area within, you know, 30 seconds. Loading into new maps that you haven't played during that is very slow. Never before have I seen the term 99% for so long. <laughs> but... uh, no, I haven't had a chance to try out the mis uh, the prison map yet, uh, I Mark, either. but I am on Tuesday with a group of friends. Ooh. I'm also, and this is hot off the presses, I've told nobody this yet, I, I am hoping to get together four members of AG to do an AG Phasmophobia stream. Ooh, Okay. Cool. So, um, you know who I'd really love to drag in there kicking and screaming? Silent. <laughs> More than anyone Silent, else. Please join. <laughs> After seeing Silent play, Emily wants to play one and two. I would love to see Silent play Phasmophobia. <laughs> you a bully. <laughs> I, I would, oh, I would get up, because I know the odd squad stream at a awful time i would get up at 2am and play phasmophobia just so i could get silent to play phasmophobia oh my God, on it would be worth every ounce of lack of sleep okay like so it's something i'm going to work on because i think content wise that would be brilliant <laughs> yeah uh debut game phasmophobia easily so now we move on to ongoing game Okay. So we have Apex Legends, we have Destiny 2, we have Call of Duty Warzone, we have Fortnite, we have No Man's Sky. This looks very similar to a previous category. <laughs> this is really tricky for me because I am of two mindsets. I'm either going to say... Dest oh, I'd skip the indie category, whoops. Oh, well done. Indie, okay, we'll get back to the indie category. We'll do, we'll do ongoing game, then we'll go back to the indie category because the last one was okay. debut. So, I would say it's between for me Destiny 2 and No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky has made the biggest leaps and bounds in the last couple of years. It went from the most hated game on the planet that year because yes. of its lack of anything, and to then being, many years of it being of its death, pretty yep. much to being able to reset and create a gaming experience that is actually incredible. On the other side of things, ongoing-wise, Destiny and Destiny 2, as a franchise, is in its seventh year now? Oh my god. And it's still got a huge fan base. And the lore it, behind it that everyone's still breaking down to this it's, day. It continues to be a, a just a juggernaut of a franchise. And even Destiny 2 has had its problems, but as, as time has gone on, I've been able to improve upon that and fix it and bring back what people enjoyed about Destiny 1. So, as much as it pains me, I'm actually going to give it to No Man's Sky. Really? Because it's such a resurgence story. Uh, yeah, okay. They have done so much work and listened to the complaints and listened to the bullying and listened to the harassment and listened to... And let's bear in mind here as well, and this is the swaying factor here, none of these updates have cost a cent to the consumer. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And that's what swayed me, is that they have gone, putting it bluntly, we fucked up. We're going to fix it. 
you're starting to slightly sway my opinion, but I'm sticking with my choice. Yeah. Um, I was of a similar mindset of like those two. I'll also throw in Apex in that ring as well because they've also had their ups and downs. But it remains, in my opinion at least, to still be a very fun game to play. Mm. My vote went to Destiny 2 purely because like the No Man's Sky, very fun. They've come back from a place where, let's face it, hardly any games have come back from. No game should ever come back where they came back from with the no. success level they've had. And with the drop they had at the beginning as well. But the fact that people are still talking about Destiny from this day on, much more so than they are No Man's Sky, and there's so much stuff that's been shown now with what is it Beyond Light? Well, with Beyond Light, even like, and, and this is them listening to what they put, there's been some characters that have come back from, for example, the for those, and it's not going to spoil anything as such because it's in all the trailers and everything, the Exo Stranger is back. Now, the Exo Stranger oh. was the one that appeared at the end of the main campaign in Destiny 1 when yeah. you beat the Black Garden campaign. She is back. You know, and that so they're tying up. They're still connecting all these little bits of lore, and then you get this new bit of lore, and it's like, oh my god, they were already talking about this way back then. And it's so it's it's a such a well planned, well thought out. And even if some aspects have suddenly gone, oh, we need something to connect this, they've done it so fluidly that it it's like and you've got you've got a whole community talking about like where is the connection? They're they're trying to figure it out like hourly, hourly, yeah. like even now, I'm sure, um, and. Because of that, Destiny 2 just gets it for me over No Man's Sky because it's still being talked about now, it pains seven years me, on. It pains me to not pick Destiny 2, but it's just... The, I'm surprised you didn't. The No Man's Sky story is just a, a, a comeback story and done in a very uh, uh, user-friendly way. As I said, the, the, the cost has been zipped to the, to the consumer and they, yeah. they made mistakes and they fixed it and they excelled at fixing it. They set the bar too high at the start. They set the bar way too high. They've met that bar and they've exceeded that bar. Yes. So, uh, indie game. Sorry that we skipped over that. So we have Carrion. Fallout. Uh, Fallout. Fall, Guys knock, uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Hades. Spelunky 2. Spiritfarer. So many good games here. Because of its popularity, I've got to go Fall Guys, and it's only because of impact. Fall Guys and impact. It, there's there's not a lot of contesting here, unfortunately. I feel sorry for some of the other indie games because Hades is close. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it, it's gonna be Fall Guys. I'd be, I there could be a shock here. I could be wrong, but I I'm 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 pretty much convinced it's gonna be Fall Guys. Yeah. Um. So games for impact. Okay, can you please tell me what that. Is. For for a thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or message. Okay, I actually know nothing about these except one. Same. <laughs> so we have if found, Kentucky Route Zero TV edition. There's a name. A what better name? Uh, Spirit Fairer. Tell me why and through the darkest of times. Tell I know a bit why. about Spirit Fairer. I vote for Spirit Fairer. Spirit Fairy is it looks amazing. I I think that probably could win this. Spirit um, Fairy, if I remember correctly, deals with death in a very unique way. Yes. Um, in a way that no game, to my recollection, has ever done it before. It's almost morbidly charming. 
Sorry, every time I hear the word charming, I just think of charming birds. <laughs> Everything is morbidly charming. <laughs> it's morbidly pulling and interesting, considering yeah. what the base topic is about. But you want to learn more about the game. Yeah. And it just looks so... If Again, for weird sake of the topic, but it looks fun yeah it's, it's so bizarre but... it's it's thought-provoking though and that's what this category is all yes. about so yeah, yeah for me it's very fair yeah okay now we're getting into the top tier stuff we're gonna get try and get through this uh mm. performance best performance awarded to an individual for voiceover acting motion and or performance capture so we have ashley johnson as ellie in the last of us 2 Laura Bailey as Abby, The Last of Us Part 2. Does, I'm going to butcher Do you want me to say it? Go on. Daisuke Suji as Jin Sakai in Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushi, yeah. Uh, Logan Cunningham, Hades in Hades. Uh, Naji Jeterum, Miles Morales in uh, Marvel, Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Okay. This is where Last of Us 2 is probably going to take this. Yes. The fact they have two nominees in the first place. It's hard for me to pick between the two. I have watched this. I haven't played it. I watched uh, a good friend of mine, Kaylee, play it. Mm -hmm. And I have never been so gripped by a game like this. And the performances speak volumes uh, in this. If we if we did reround a good few years ago, it would have been the same for Telltale's The Walking Dead. It's like yeah. kind of that level, but more. I am going to say Ashley Johnson. I have also voted for Ashley Johnson. Laura Bailey. Ellie's done so well. It's brilliantly done, but I have to give credit to Laura Bailey. Abby, yes. Abby is such a love to hate character. Um, I don't want to spoil too much for The Last of Us, but it is just, it's so well done, you know? I also want to give credit to Daisuke Suji for um, Jin Sakai and Tsushima, because it just embodies a character so well. That's all I can really say about it, because it's not really, like, it's not as character-driven focused as The Last of Us is, because it's a story-driven, character-focused game, whereas Tsushima's very action-focused. But it's immersive hearing the hearing the character. Yeah. But Ashley Johnson definitely gets my vote, but that's not to take credit away from Laura because my god that game. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one that one. Uh audio design. Now audio, audio... nominees can go. Like <laughs> audio design is different um, to score and music. So audio design. Yes. Recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex. Ghosts of Tsushima, Resident Evil 3, The Last of Us Part 2. Go on then. Doom <laughs> Flap Eternal. your arms around. Doom what? Eternal gets it by a mile because there's no... This could sound really bad. I promise I'm a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is getting... Alright, go on. Doom music, same for 2016. Doom. There's no other game music that makes you more kill things than Doom's music. True. Doom's music, no, most of the time, in games like Doom, it'll be very overwhelming with everything coming at you at once. You don't have a break. 
Doom, the music pushes you to go even further, keep punching, keep kicking, keep shooting without a break and keep going while screaming with demon blood splattering right over your face. There's no other game that does music like that. I, from watching playthroughs again, and it's not going to be like this the whole way through for me, Last of Us 2 uh, sound design, it, it makes that game just head to another echelon of just gaming perfection. And that's the honest yeah. truth. It's 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 so well done. It adds that suspense or that drama yeah. or that emotion to it. Um, so for me, I would go Last of Us 2 in this category. It should For me, it should do a title just the sound of weapons and the sound of hitting demons and the sound the demons make themselves. It's a proper feeling of, oh shit, I've got to do something or I'm dying type thing. And it's just... It's so immersive because of that. So, now we move on to score and music. For outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. So we have Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and The Last of Us Part Two. Couple of comments I want to make. One, why the hell is Final Fantasy here? <laughs> No. L- Lani again is dying. Somewhere. Sorry, Lani, but no. <laughs> Two, Ori's very close. And I will not be mad if Ori wins, and I will not be mad if people vote for that. But for the same reasons as the previous award, Doom Eternal, heavy metal music fits that game perfectly. There's um, a certain song from the 2016 Doom, which I'll always remember, because for those that are musically inclined, it's just gent the song. It's great. And it's, it sets the scene perfectly. But I would not be sad if Ori wins. My vote is 100% going to Ori and the Blind... I'm oh, sorry, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah. Those games nail music more than anything else. I have not felt so just... I haven't played Will of the Wisps, but I've heard music in it and I've seen people play it, but I have played Ori and the Blind Forest. The music in those games is just so well crafted and so well fitting for the scenarios whether it's a dark moment a sad moment a, a like a, a an uplifting moment you yeah. know it, it it takes you on that journey that ori is going through it, it's just it's uh, it's mind-blowing how good that music is um so that's for me it's ori and will and the wisps danny i'm not stabbing lani i'm stabbing final fantasy there's a difference <laughs> so now we move on to art direction uh, for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. That's important. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. No, nope. no. Nope. <laughs> Ghosts of Tsushima. Hades. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And The Last of Us Part Two. Hades is close because the art design is amazing. But Ori gets it for me. Ori is absolutely for me as well. Ori, Ori is so, so well done. It's it's beautifully done. You know, look, the art in that is unique. It's 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 just visually captivating. It just moves well. The animation is like gorgeous. It's sharp. It's just everything about the way that game looks is amazing. It's a close for me because Last of Us Part Two is just gorgeous. Like it's so well done. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, Ori and the, and the Will of the Wisps is gorgeous art-wise. If we're talking just pure artistic style, it whips hands down. It's just so good. Um, so now we're into the last four categories. <laughs> Narrative. 
for Thir- outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> Ghosts of Tsushima. Hades. And Last of Us 2. Last of Us 2 for me. Because, it has to. It yeah. has to. It's that ongoing story of Ellie dealing with her current life, being haunted by the things that went on in her past in part one, um, dealing with an ever ongoing threat, dealing with her own uh, relationships. It's just, it's a complex and very well done story. Um, it, it just, it continues. It continued what was so magic about number one, in my opinion. Um, and I was just gripped by every moment of it. Mm. Um, it's consistent. Um, yeah. It, same, it's, again, same reasons. It's so it's so well done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Most anticipated game. Oh, have we skipped one? No. Oh, I don't know where this is. I can't find this, but keep going while I have a look. Okay. Elden Ring from Software Bandai Namco. Halo Infinite, 343 Xbox Game Studios. Horizon Forbidden West, Guerrilla Games, Sony Interactive Entertainment. God of War sequel, Sony Interactive Entertainment Santa Monica. Resident Evil Village, Capcom. And the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel from Nintendo. Hmm. I don't know on that one. This is tricky. This is really tricky for me. The one that's not on that list, as much as people want, will probably want to claim it would be for it's not for me. Halo Infinite. I, the Halo franchise has not got what it used to have. It's just not. I'm hoping they can pull it back, but 343's reputation when it comes to developing the Halo games has not been stellar overall. Hopefully they can bring it back. Maybe. I don't know what Elden Ring is. We'll never clue. <laughs> I don't know much about it. Horizon, I understand. The first game was so well received. God of War, people like those games, I understand. I'm so excited for Resident Evil Village because I loved Biohazard. Mm. And it's going to be in that same mindset. But for me, the anticipation of the next Legend of Zelda set in the same frame as Breath of the Wild is just, I, I want that. Breath of the I- Wild Part 2, whatever they're going to call it, is <laughs> what I want. I can't find it here, but my vote would be actually for Horizon. Purely because it just looks stunning. Like, it seems to have taken from the previous game what was good and enhanced it. Mm. And it just looks like it's going to be one of the most fun games. There's a number of deserving games on this list. If, If Horizon got it, I would be fine with it. If Resident Evil got it, I would be fine with it. If Zelda gets it, obviously I'll be fine with it. God of War, maybe. If Halo gets it, it's I I can't get my head around it other than the nostalgia factor playing a big thing in it. But after how badly Halo 5 Guardians was received mm. 
and knowing that it's still 343 developing it. And, you know, I'm not a... I, I love Bungie, but I, this isn't a Bungie fanboy thing. This is a purely... The first three developed by Bungie were incredible and stand the test of time. Yes. Especially Halo... Halo ha oh, absolutely. Halo 4 and Infinite are really struggling to just... Uh, sorry, Halo 4 and Halo 5 Guardians... Halo 4 wasn't terrible. It, it wasn't the first. worst, but it wasn't the best either. It was it, didn't like, live up. it was in the middle range, you know. Um yeah, so for me it's kind of like yeah, uh, any of those are, but my vote's going to Breath of the Wild, your vote's going to Horizon. Horizon. Um so we're down to the last two. The next one is Game Direction. Awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design. Final Fantasy VII Remake <laughs> by Square Enix. Ghost of Tsushima by Sucker Punch. Hades by Supergiant Games. Half-Life Alex by Valve. And The Last of Us Part Two by Naughty Dog. Uh, my um, opinion, mm -hmm. have you ever heard of Sucker Punch before Tsushima? Yes, and I'm trying to think what they made. Shit. Well, um, I hadn't. I had, and I'm trying to think what they made. It's a, it's probably a game that I've played, but I have heard of Sucker Punch, yes. But Ghost of Tsushima just is so unique and different. Hades, um, great game. It's a roguelite. Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's a remake. No, get out of the list. Um, it, Tsushima just seems to... Infamous. Have... Is that what they made? Sucker Punch made Infamous. Okay, now I know. Yes. Okay. Oh, I never played Infamous. Um, but Tsushima just stands oh, out in that game Sly. list. Oh, I knew I'd heard. That's okay. That's where I've heard it from. Okay. Sky Raccoon. Oh my god. <laughs> I love those games. <laughs> it, it just, wow, like, they're so they've developed such a different game. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> Tsushima just stands out in that list compared to compared to any of the others. For me, if we're going down innovation, as good as Last of Us 2 is, it's not innovative. It's continuing mm. on something. You know, That's the same issue I have with Final Fantasy. Um, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a remake, obviously, like Final Fantasy is. Final Fantasy doesn't, I don't even know why it's in this list. It shouldn't be on there. It shouldn't be there. Um, no. But yeah, Last of Us 2 is innovative in the fact that it's graphically beautiful it did enhance things from the previous game in regards to combat and things like that however it's not that innovative um if i had to go with anything on the on this list yes i would have to agree with you and say ghost of tsushima um just purely based on what they've done yeah uh, as a studio so it's the big one Final category is the obvious one, which is Game of the Year. Recognising the game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. We have Animal Crossing New Horizons from T Nintendo, Doom Eternal from ID Software, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake from Square Enix, Shouldn't be there. Ghost of Tsushima from Sucker Punch, Hades from Supergiant Games, and The Last of Us Part Two. From Naughty Dog. Minus Final Fantasy VII Remake. This is a very tough one. To most people. <laughs> to me, this was a no-brainer. This game came out in March of this year and saved 2020 
for about almost all of the gaming population. If Animal Crossing does not get Game of the Year, I will riot. <laughs> this game, I will let you talk about in a moment, don't worry. This game has saved 2020 for a lot of people. There was a reason a lot of people were petitioning for the game to release early, which was hilarious. Um, it, it, it made 2020, as a weird year as it was, bearable at least for so many people when they needed it the most. I would argue that if, even if this whole thing in 2020 didn't happen, it could still get Game of the Year because one, it was a well-sought-after sequel. Every Animal Crossing game, to an extent, has been an, an amazing game. It has never been rushed. There has been quite a bit of time between each release. The, the fact that everything works is amazing. The multiplayer aspect works wonderfully, even though it can be a bit slow. The enjoyment factor just getting involved with everything, the simplicity, but the fun you can get from it, the events you get throughout the year, the life, lo the longevity of the game because of that, the different characteristics of the animals. I could just keep going for ages and ages, but Animal Crossing, by far, saved 2020 and deserves this award. Simple. Okay. Oh, your opinion's different. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Here's my thought process. I think it's going to be a two-horse race. Oh, okay. I think it's going to be close between a few of them on the list, but I think it's going to be a two-horse race at the end. Between? I think it's going to come down to Animal Crossing and Last of Us 2. I can see that. Now, let me just say what I'm going to say about both games, mm -hmm. and then I'll give you my vote. Let's start with Last of Us Part 2. Yes. Last of Us Part 2 has is a near-perfect game in a lot of ways. It has a very, very strong, powerful narrative, excellent gameplay, continuing on something that was incredibly hard to follow up on uh, because of how good the first part was. Yes. Compelling characters. Heart-wrenching decisions. Yes. Heart-wrenching story uh, pieces. It also, and this is where it gets controversial with a lot of people, it furthered the development of Ellie and her sexuality, which yes. was not a secret for those who had played uh, the um, the expansion part to part one. Yeah. Um, left behind, that's the word I was trying to think. Um, it expands upon many uh, aspects of people's lives, as in, like, dealing with their sexuality, dealing with, you know... Uh, family versus commitment to other things um it was it, it visually music it was a very well crafted game and this is no surprise coming from naughty dog yeah naughty, naughty dog know how to make games and that's no secret i'll agree um it's thought-provoking it's emotionally driven and it has yeah, created conversation all over the internet <laughs> It has had such an impact, whether it's positive, negative, critical, whatever. It is critically acclaimed. It is an incredible experience. Even if you haven't played it, to watch someone play it, especially someone who is very connected to the game, is one of the greatest experiences. Yeah. So, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah. I agree with Luke. Animal Crossing... 
okay, as a franchise, Animal Crossing is in that middle echelon overall in the it's not often in that high, you know, game of the year and all that kind of category, but it's not a shit game franchise either. It's always been in that sort of middle ground until we hit this game. Yes. This game hit at the right time. I still think it would have been successful. But it hit at a time when people were craving something wholesome. It, they were looking for something to take themselves out of what has what 2020 has been as a yeah. year. It has created one of the most just lovely, friendly, happy communities I have ever seen in any game ever. It is community-driven. It is artistically driven. It is family driven. Yes. Um, it is something that you can come back to. You don't have to commit to. If if you like, if you want to have a you can if you, if you, like if you want to have a break and then you come back in a couple of weeks' time. I mean, sure, your villagers will tell you where have you been, and you know, and you might have a few weeds to pick up, but... a few weeds to pick up, and things like that. Um, they keep bringing more content to it. It's still selling crazy. It's it come at a time that helped a lot of people through being in lockdowns. It come at a time when people were struggling emotionally, and it brought people closer. The little stories of people holding birthday parties in Animal Crossing because they couldn't gather together with their family oh my and friends. God, yeah, the I almost cried at a party held for me by villagers the other day. The little the little things like that, and the Easter events, and the and the Thanksgiving events, and and all those little things that have been going on. And sharing stories about, oh, I got this villager and I got that villager. And I, the... I understand the, the personality of every single one of my islanders because of communicating with them. I know I can say, oh, meet this person. Like, this person wants to be a celebrity one day and likes to do music and fashion. Yeah. Like, it's so weirdly immersive. Um, it's just, it's it's simplistic in nature, but it's diverse in what you can do in it. Yes. Um, it's very accessible to people. Um, so in that mindset, and just speaking pure impact, positive, non-toxic, friendly, good gameplay, beautiful art style, continuing on a franchise that is loved by the people who play it, expanding into new horizons, <laughs> and then and and bringing new people in showcasing the amazing ability that the switch has to play it mobile or docked streamability playing it with others playing it alone the ability to pick it up at any time and then put it down and not feel like you're going to get behind animal crossing has to win it animal crossing has to win it this year yeah for sure like it has had such a huge impact on so many people and in a positive way that no game to my knowledge has been able to do there is no toxicity or if there is it's so minuscule nobody takes any notice of it that game has nailed it the sense of community to it i have an app on my phone where i can log things that i've collected and get in contact with other people yep. if there's an item i need and there's a market there like the the whole idea of like people making designs that they share and that gets retweeted on Twitter and yep. shared on Instagram under certain hashtags that people can download themselves. Like everyone in this game makes something 
and they can make it for other people to enjoy. And there's no, there's nothing in this game that you can do where you lose. There's, there's nothing that will set you back. It, it's a game you can do anything in at your own pace. There's no time limit on to get that you need to get things done by. There's no yeah. sense of, oh, I have to get this done. Well, there is for me because I need to expand my house tonight. Well, but, but it's also heart, it's heart wrenching for me when you go back and then a village is like, I want to leave. I'm like, no, don't leave me. I had that either today or yesterday with my OG villagers. And they were like, I'm thinking of leaving. Flora, like, Flora leave. my, one of my OGs was like, I want, I'm thinking about leaving. I'm like, no, you must stay now. You do not leave me. And they were like, oh, I'm staying. It's like, oh. It was Biff for me, Biff the hippo, the uh, exercise fanatic, and he just—he was like, "I don't know if I should go." I'm like, please stay, but like, it's so, so wonderful, <laughs> just a wonderful time. And there's, I don't think there's ever a time I've played that game and not had a good time with it, whether I played it for ten minutes or whether I've had a session for like five hours. Here's the other thing. I'm going to preface this, or I'm going to follow up with saying what I said, that Animal Crossing has to win. If Last of Us 2 wins, I am I can accept that, and absolutely, because it is a, a, a quality game. It's a, it's a masterpiece of a... It's... It's a masterpiece of an experience as well. It's a exactly. Story. It's it, it's it's not just it's not just the gameplay. It's the story as well. Yes. And those two mesh together well. But you know, for for me, if I had to put as a whole package, including its accessibility and everything else, it, it to me, it's Animal Crossing hands down. And I never thought that I would be saying that about an Animal Crossing <laughs> game. I honestly never thought that would be me sitting here going, for the love of God, Animal Crossing needs to be game of the year. Never would have thought it. I've played through, um, I've played the games in the past. The main game I played before, ages ago, was Wild Wild for the original DS. Yeah. Um, and I've played quite a bit of New Leaf for the 3DS, but Wild Wild was the first Animal Crossing I played a lot of in my own time for years. Um, never played the GameCube one because never had a GameCube. Um, and I think there was another one, um, or like a side game. But Wild Wild, I played through the times where there was a whole joke of Animal Crossing is, quote, a girl's game. I never understood that. Mm. <laughs> but, like, I guess that was the main toxicity. But, like, toxicity back then is different to now. Um, like, it was all face-to-face and everything. And um, it, had, it, it, had, it was all foreign-based. I sound old. I'm not, I promise. Um, 24 now, yay. Um, <laughs> oh, but... shut up. I'm 31. <laughs> um, but it's always had that sense of, togetherness and community whether that be people you play with or just the villagers that you interact with there's they feel like people because you learn what they like you learn what they don't like you learn their personalities you see i'll see a villager in the distance like oh i'll go talk to them i haven't spoken to them today you're interested to see what they say and the, the game now has gone past the whole only certain people can play this game because everyone's playing new horizons yeah and for other games that have come out where more people have played them over time, like, I love Pokemon, but Pokemon has this issue of gatekeeping, um, where, like, certain games, like, how dare people that have just gone into it go back to the original games and say that they love the games because they didn't grow up with it. Who cares? But there's nothing like that in Animal Crossing. The new people have come to New Horizons, and the older fans myself included but the more so vocal ones have been welcome to the game we hope you enjoy this community is there anything you need to help with we can help you 
there's no other game, no other series that does that. No. At no. all. And, and I, I agree with you there. You know, as a Pokemon fan uh, and a Pokemon streamer, uh, more so than anything these days, um, you know, I, I would I wouldn't be surprised if there's people out there that saying, well, Pokemon didn't make it onto this, the list this year of anything. And I, I you know why? I, I, you know what? I don't think it deserved it this at all. There's been. I, some... I also agree. I think Jenate was great, but it did have its flaws. And I'm not sad to see it not on any awards. The only thing I would potentially say, and that's just because it's consistent across all games, is maybe um, it is maybe it should have had some sort of music nomination yeah. because the music in in uh, Sword and Shield is incredible. The Dynamax music and the, uh, the gym battle it, music exactly is incredible, but it's still up against very like stiff competition this year. So. Doom Eternal. Uh, Last, uh, Last of, of Us, you know, Ghost of Tsushima. It was like, not going to make it on the it list. It wasn't going to make it on the list. You know, if there had not been as quite as many of those kind of games this year, it potentially could have got some music nominations. But there's no way on God's Green Earth it should have had any no. other sort of nomination. I love the game. It has its flaws. But, you know, if anyone was wondering why I haven't addressed this until now, it was like, it's th there's no mention of it here because it doesn't deserve to be there. And that's... I 100% agree. I love Pokemon series. I've loved it since Generation 1. Um... I still have things that I really do like about X and Y as much as I rag on the games. Yeah. Like the conversations come up, like with, with Ryder, for example, like I still like parts of the games. Yeah. Um, and I think as a fan, not just me, but just anyone, a fan of the series, they have a right to say parts they don't like about the game. It yeah. confuses me when people are like so. There's a difference between being a fanboy and being toxic. And. Being a fanboy is fine. Being toxic and saying everything's fine, how dare you hurt my game? It's wrong. Yeah, exactly. And and, and that, that that's you know, as much as we've bagged uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, if there's people who like that game and like everything yeah. about it, that's perfectly fine. I'm, sure. I'm not saying that you know. In my opinion, it's gotten into a lot of categories it probably shouldn't have, given you know its remake status. But you know, if that's our opinion. It's gotten to the list for a reason. Exactly. Uh, does it have some of the qualities that these categories that it, yes it does but it's still it's in that gray area for me you know and if this me, if this was considering it in an oscar category you know like and that's a really obvious thing to consider it, it wouldn't have made it into any of these like yeah. you know it but is Final Fantasy 7 roughly so is deemed as one of the golden games of the series yes and I understand why yes absolutely um and that's where the world is wonderful because everyone has their own opinions yeah. um for me and Beast personally, like he's just said, we we uh, made awards that Final Fantasy did that we think we're surprised to see it there. But again, it's gotten there for a reason. And yeah. Pokemon's a great game. It's not for, up for any awards. That's perfectly fine because Sun Shield was far from perfect. Yeah. Do I love it? Yes. Is it perfect? Fuck no. No, no. But the main point that we're making is Game of the Year, Animal Crossing. The only, like I said, the only gripe I have with it is multiplayer can be a bit slow connecting. Oh, I love standing at I love standing at the airport. I love standing <laughs> at the airport. It's like I just want to go to some one of these islands. Stop telling me to wait while you connect to the internet and flap your wings at it and you're not even typing on the keyboard. I love watching the blinking light meter. That's oh, um, lovely. Oh yeah, that that's brilliant. That is. Oh my god. That's probably the worst part of Animal Crossing. If, if that's the only thing I can complain about is getting to someone's island. And it's so funny. Like I'll connect to your island. It's like, yeah, alright, that's pretty quick. 
I connect to Larissa's Island in Australia and I feel like I've flown there. <laughs> like, it's like, for the love of God, will you just tick across the screen so I can get the on thing the I'd island? Do to make it easier. The thing I do to make it easier on myself is I imagine, like, typical stereotypical lift, like, elevator music. <laughs> like, dun, 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 dun. Like, it's, it's great. And it gets me through it. But, like, uh, so apart bad. from that, I can't really think of anything bad no. Animal Crossing does. No, there's not really. There's not. And That's this is great as experience. Yeah. Animal Crossing is a game that people are going to be playing for years on end, like Wild World, like the GameCube edition, like New Leaf. Yeah. It, it has events all year round. There's never a time to not get into it. Exactly. So, no. yeah, game of the year for me, Animal Crossing. Well, we need to wrap up because we have been straight. This is the longest aura cast we've ever done by a significant margin. <laughs> I look forward to you uploading this to YouTube. Uh, oh, God. Um, yeah, it will be out for next week's episode. Um, uh, so anyway, just to wrap up very quickly, uh, if you've missed any parts of this or want to uh, re-listen to our thoughts, um, there are many ways to do that. We do upload these to the Aura Guardians YouTube channel, and it is available on several uh, audio podcast uh, providers, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and there's a couple others that may actually be available for me now. I'll have to double check, so I won't confirm them unless I can actually do that. And now if you want more information or you've missed something and you think of going to the website to check, you now can. Um, since the new website is now live. The new website is live. It details all of our uh, team members. It also details about our community and about what the team's all about. What the team's all about. Um, also has a page uh, dedicated to the AuraCast. Uh, so there are some details there as well. If you have any uh, uh, questions or anything, the best way to get hold of any of us basically is in the AG Discord. If not, you can also tweet. Um, we do have a Twitter account for the Aura Guardians. Uh, Luke and I both have our Twitter accounts as well. Um, if you uh, uh, have any thoughts about what you should think, uh, guesses wise, we'd love to hear them uh, yes. for next week's. Don't put them out after the Game Awards have aired. That's cheating. <laughs> I'm watching you, whoever you're doing that. <laughs> No, um, and so next week we will go through and have a look and see how we fared in getting them. Um, if there's any controversy, we will talk about that. We're not going to talk about every category because otherwise it'll be another ridiculously long. Mm. And not just that, there are going to be a ton, a ton of announcements yes. from the Game Awards. Uh, so that's going to be incredibly exciting to see what's going to come out there. Um, so other than that... Uh, Thank you for watching. Thank you yeah. for being here. Uh, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Um, we will keep you up to date. It sh it will sh yes. it should be every week. Um, the only time it might not be is over Christmas because I don't know when the Saturday falls and I haven't actually looked. Yeah. If, we, if there's any reason where an orcast can't happen, um, Twitter is the best place to check and or Discord. Uh, yes. Uh, but we will let you know beforehand anyway. Um, and so, yeah. So... This has been Dragon Base. And this has been Cinder. Bring Gen 4 remakes and we'll oh see you. Oh my god, I've not every, I'm doing it every episode. <laughs> we'll god. see you next week. Gen 7. Gen Fuck 7. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you for Bye watching guys. and uh, be safe.